0: Oh, oh! You know what? Uh, with what is synergizes well too.
1: My friends are listening to the Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. And I'm your co-host, Noodle Soup, along with my good friend, Guy Grumpy. Hello. And we have a special guest on the show as well. Hello, hello.
0: My name is uh, Joke. You can call me Romanu if you want. I stream sometimes on Twitch, and uh, mostly right now I'm focusing on doing a lot of custom cards, and I'm here to talk about the latest expansion.
2: And how long have you been playing?
0: Oh, I've been playing, I remember the the day I started playing Hearthstone, the patch note was the nerf to Unleash the Hounds, going from 2 to 3, so before next rounds.
1: Ah, nice. Wow, that's quite some time. So with all that time, do you have a favorite class? I would say
0: I love Warrior. I, I've been in love with every archetypes of tempo Warrior over the years, and recently the uh, during Forge in the barons, the hunt Buff Warrior was definitely my favorite deck ever
1: nice as you said we are in march of the lich king and also we're going to talk about path of the arthas as well so we've got a lot of stuff to get to but before we get to that we do have to talk about one thing and that is what's making us happy so Ramanu, what's making you happy what's making me
0: happy well i'm really happy to be here actually really excited to <laughs> like, have you uh and uh, i would say i'm really happy to get my creativity going uh by making custom cards right now, this is a, a hobby that is really making me happy.
2: Oh, that's great. We, we actually had uh, Nick Deck Tech Weiss on once uh, to discuss his uh, custom um, set. So, you know, if you ever do something like that rather than just individual cards, definitely let us know. We'll have oh, you well. Back
0: to, to talk I might about it. Uh, I might have released one uh, earlier this year
2: oh okay
1: i mean and that ended up turning into a job for him at blizzard so i mean that tells me you're in uh, good company oh oh (laughs) i would love that
2: i don't know that we can take credit for any of that but (laughs) (laughs) he's been doing those custom sets for a while
1: (laughs) and so guy grumpy what's making you happy uh, you know, I'm actually getting into the
2: holiday spirit. I'm not really a big Christmas fan, but all the time off and uh, the weather changing and things like that have been uh, making me happy. We went out last night to uh, a street that everyone was participating in, uh, decorating their, their houses, and they had uh, hot chocolate stands and a couple people pa- passed out candy canes and uh, pencils. So it was it was a pretty cool time, and Cookies really liked it, and um, yeah, kind of. Gets you in that that seasonal um good mood. <laughs> How about yourself? What's making you
1: happy? Uh, I th- I think that's the same thing for me, except for I am actually getting full into the full swing of things, like to the point that I actually finished all my Christmas shopping this weekend. So I feel good. I'm ahead of the curve. Oh. Um and then like yeah, by still- next weekend, I'll actually have everything shipped so it'll all arrive on time. I'm I'm excited.
2: Yeah, wow. Well, I, I usually don't even start for 20 days on, uh, you know, <laughs> Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> I, I'm on the same boat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, I guess we can uh, hire Noodle to do our Christmas shopping, Romani.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing.
1: Uh, it, it would be a life saver. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what um all your friends or family members like. So I guess I'll just get them all, you know, a uh, gift card to Hearthstone. And we'll call it good.
0: Oh, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Perfect. And if they don't like it, they can still give it to me. That's perfect.
1: Yeah, they'll <laughs> just return it back to you. It'll be exactly, it'll work exactly. out. All right. Just so you know, there is a little bit of an upcharge for me doing this service for you. I'm just gonna put that out there out front. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It'll be uh one path of Arthas set. So uh, that way I'm ready for the next expansion. Uh, I see what you did here. <laughs> <laughs> Leading us right into the first cards that we're going to talk about. The Path of Arthas set. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to start us off, we do have the 9 as Shadow spell. That's a two undead rune spell. And it's a legendary, the Scourge, where you fill your board with random undead. That, that's, uh, that's a unique effect. I mean, the Scourge is really
0: iconic in uh, the World of Warcraft universe. And even I, that I never played WoW, well, but I know that an effect like this really uh, is, is really fitting. Uh, speaking of balance, I mean, is it really strong? Is it weak? I would say the average undead is not that strong and many require uh, to have another undead died before. So I would say maybe, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure on this one either. But I'm I'm not really sure on the uh, the Death Knight as a whole uh, yet. How it's going to work with those different runes, being two runes and nine mana. Uh, I don't think it's going to be overpowered, um, like uh, Ramonu had said. But uh, I'm kind of excited to to see it in in play. It's always fun to fill your board completely.
1: Um, I I think that's an interesting thing. I mean, the other side of it is maybe you'd have a board at that point, so. Maybe you wouldn't get the full value. I don't. I don't know either. It could be really strong. It could also just be meh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you mean. Yeah.
2: Definitely not overpowered, though.
1: <laughs> Definitely not yes. All right, and then next up we have the seven mana, five attack, three durability weapon. That's the legendary Frostborn with the Death Rattle. Summon every minion killed by this weapon.
0: Okay, so uh, exactly the same card. As the last time we saw it uh, with uh, the Lishkin himself in the Frozen Throne, uh, mm-hmm. is it as good as it was back then? I don't think so. Actually, I think yeah. that at seven mana, you might want to be doing something else in every um, maybe archetypes that this knight has available for now. Uh, I'm not sure you want to play this weapon over the other one that we are uh, going to see.
1: I guess the only thing for me is that there is the there's a neutral from I want to say it was a Baron's mini set or oh, something yes. like that. That uh, that's a six mana and it says equip a weapon that's inside your deck. Yeah, so you kind of have that. like three options to like be able to potentially equip it. And would that be still strong enough? like the reliability of getting that death rattle it, it might be depending on if you have more synergy going with the weapon as well like if you're able to trigger it before you actually break it maybe there's something there but i don't i don't know i haven't seen all the cards yet so <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like the one thing I could think of that it might potentially work if you were like looking for a reliable way to equip it.
0: I mean, I would see this actually being good in a sea frog <laughs> If they manage somehow to get uh, their hands on it, they can just hero power to maybe resummon a big minion that they just killed. A Colossal. <laughs> yeah, a Colossal, for example. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, what you said.
1: All right, and next up we have the four mana three frost rune lady death whisperer which is a legendary with a death rattle copy all frost spells in your hand additionally it is a four three in stats and it's undead
2: our first undead Uh, so you can kind of see that the stats are about normal but the again the frost rune uh, restrictions make it a little bit more difficult um, I know a lot of people are looking at the Frost. Uh, I've seen a lot of people say that they're excited about Frost in the Death Knights, so, so uh, I'm guessing we're going to see quite a bit of this just for the uh, the additional value it provides.
0: Uh, I would agree on that, yes. And I was also saying that uh, if you go two Frost, I think you go three Frost. Like, you can't <laughs> do two Frost and one holy or one Blood. I mean, not right now with the card we have uh, at our disposition but uh, like in any three frost deck it being like maybe some kind of aggro or combo you want those frost spells and we have the, the next spell that we will talk about is like so powerful that you might want to run this card just for this synergy
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, this is the card that you get in Diamond if you purchase the Golden Path of Arthas set. And it's also going to be purchasable from the shop just by itself as well. I, I don't remember the exact amount of runestones that they're asking for, but I know that you can purchase it alone as a standalone product as well.
0: Oh, okay.
2: That's excellent. I, I hadn't seen yet that there was a Golden Path of Arthas set, so I'm really happy. I was afraid I was going to need a lot more dust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but speaking of the next spell we also kind of talked about this when they did the initial reveals but uh, the seven mana three frost rune frost worms fury it's a frost spell that's epic with a deal five damage freeze all enemy minions and summon a five five frost worm which also is an undead dragon
0: it's a lot <laughs> that's, that's a lot that's really a lot at first I was like not super excited about it but then uh, when I uh saw all the uh, the frost card I realized that this card is just like a pyroblast with a Nova attached to it for seven mm-hmm. mana yeah it's
1: it's a lot of pressure yeah the fact that you freeze down the, the enemy board, in mm-hmm. the process, is just that's what makes it gross because you're you're definitely going to put that five damage face or maybe clear that taunt so that way you can put the other five damage from the frost worm the next turn face yeah Um it's just yeah, yeah. it's that that card's going to be broken I I can see it getting a nerf
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah I can see it being the the top end of uh, a frost deck mm-hmm. uh, like it reminds me a lot of pre nerf uh, snowfall guardian. In the amount of damage it could it could uh, outputs
3: mm-hmm.
0: in one mm-hmm. go. Like, It freeze all the boards on a five five and deal five. So that's like if you attack with the uh, with the force worm, the next turn it's like what ten damage.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, a ten ten snowfall garden wasn't that hard to get. That's so.
3: Point.
0: Yeah, I'm and really everybody was device. frustrated
2: with that one. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone was. And the fact that you can copy it and also discover it because the pool right. is so small. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really good.
1: I, I'm I am i am wondering where I get my um my ability to not have my things be frozen now. I really want my neutral back from <laughs> multiple sets ago. are we're gonna get it on corset. <laughs> <laughs> Because everything's freezing everything now. You got mages freezing things, death knights freezing things, shamans freezing things, and yet no thaw available unless I'm willing to, to silence my whole entire board. Oh, so. ne- ne-
0: next year, Hunter is going to be freezing boards. That's going to be
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. And next up, we have the five mana, two blood rune shadow spell blood boil which is an epic spell with life steal inflict all enemy minions at the end of your turns they take two damage
2: i don't know i mean the ticker kind of makes it good and that it's not doesn't actually get new uh, minions for five mana i don't know i mean life steal is very powerful if they have a big board you're gonna get rid of it with uh, a lot of healing which i don't really care for <laughs> so maybe i'm looking at it from from a playing against side um, where you know there's not much you can do about it.
0: I think that uh, well, if you play this card, you're at least two blood rune. Mm-hmm. But uh, same uh, example as for the two frost uh, implied uh, three frost. I think like three blood uh, decay is going to play vampiric blood the two mana card that we will talk about afterwards. But uh, to be to get uh, straight and simple, uh, decay is going to have sixty health. So, mm-hmm. having a lifesteal that's ongoing for maybe two turns to three turns, it's it might actually be uh might actually be powerful. I, I'm not sure because yeah, two damage that cannot be upgraded by uh, spell damage mm-hmm. is a bit slow. But that's a lot of health too. So I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not
2: sure. And it can control boards. So especially like aggro decks uh, are going to be. Wiped out by it.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I also like the fact that it gives you healing. So, like, if they happen to get up to 3 health or 4 health, it's you're able to take that next hit, and the next turn you're still going to get some healing back. So, it kind of mm-hmm. definitely puts a pause on whatever aggressive game plan they initially have. So, it allows you to get to the next thing. So, even though it's a 5-mana spell without a body attached to it, it still has some reverberating effects and that that'll hopefully keep you afloat
3: oh yeah it,
1: ah. from a control standpoint i tend to play a lot of control i i, I would love to have something like that being able <laughs> to be cast on my side so uh, that uh, that seems really powerful i i I'd definitely include it
0: oh i'm just imagining playing uh, token Druid against that no. oh no 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 <laughs> it won't work <laughs> yeah uh, i think it's uh, gg go next
1: yeah So next up, we have the four mana, two frost rune weapon, the Might of Medithil. It's an epic weapon with four attack, two durability, and a battle cry spent up to three corpses. Freeze that many minions.
2: Freezing's always good.
1: The only thing that might be a bit hard
0: is maybe to get the, as a frost deck, to get the three corpses online by turn four. It might not be that easy, because Frost is the rune that has the least access to um, minion generation. So if you want to play this card on a curve, it might not be that easy to freeze three minions. Mm-hmm. But then it spends up to three courses. So if you have two, it will spend two and freeze two minions. I, I think it's really good. I think it might just be one of the best card in uh, the Frost deck.
2: Interesting. But like you said, you have to get those minions out. So uh, are you already thinking of what uh, low-cost minions to add?
0: Yeah. I have uh, crafted a lot, ah. uh, especially for the Frost. Ah, and uh, I think you go in uh, for a deck that is similar to uh, Naga Mage. So you mm-hmm. play a, a small Naga package, a lot of spell, burn spell, and you uh, and you just freeze your opponent, deal damage to their face. So yeah, I, I think I think this is gonna be pretty good. Excellent.
1: All right, next up we have the six man of three frost rune, five five undead. <laughs> Sorry, like rare <laughs> marrow manipulator with a there battle cry. <laughs> spend up to five corpses. Deal two damage to to a random enemy for each. it's a lot of words on a card. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, that's a lot of words, and that's a lot of damage, also yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's a I, lot of damage.
2: Again, with the the, the corpses um, boosted, but yeah, ten damage and a five-five package for. Uh, for six mana uh, it seems
0: really strong yeah. it can be a pyroblast also just as yeah. frost, frost uh, worm 3 was uh, but then again if you're playing three frost do you have enough corpse generation I think that's going to be the big question for these decks mm-hmm. uh, are you able to spend uh, to have enough corpses to maybe put this at the top end of an aggro deck something like that uh, that's why I was talking about uh, a Naga package, maybe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Might be slept on because a lot of people look at the Frost deck and look at uh, Frost, uh, William's Fury. Mm-hmm. But this one is also really good.
2: Corpse Brides, so four, four a 5-mana 4-4 Undead, rare card. With a battle cry, spend up to 8 corpses. Uh, summon a Risen Groom with stats equal to the amount spent.
0: <sighs> that's also a lot of stats. <laughs> a
2: lot of stats for 5-mana especially.
0: <laughs> so we had in Classic, I think, it was... A five and a four four so a two two right just so you just so you can compare it to that <laughs>
2: <laughs> well maybe they're counting on you uh, having uh, starving for corpses so it'll really just be a, a two two that you get most of the time on turn five <laughs> yeah
0: and I, okay that would be sad but
1: uh, the, the hard part for me though is it's kind of like a five mana do nothing it has no impact on the board no rush no taunt no Oh, I see what shield. Even having that amount of corpses available to you, even if you have all of it, it's still uh, like, okay, I played this. Now what your response is? You could put a taunt in my way. You could just board clear me. It, it feels like, fate. as far as for me, it just feels like it's a way to get you to spend eight corpses to end up with two corpses. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: well, that's true. But then we also have a card. Uh, next up, that uh, cares about you spending corpses throughout the game. And if you realize that uh, this card that we are going to talk about and this one can go before a battle master, mm. then you're looking at, what, 8 plus 16 damage on turn 6, potentially. Uh, that reminds me a lot of the uh, the Warlock decks, the Dark Leather decks that we used to have, uh, especially in wild. A lot of decks work like that, where you try to put a big stat, uh, put a big pile of stats on a turn, and then finish it up with a uh, Battle Master. I'm not sure it's gonna work, but maybe.
1: And then next up, we have the four mana Shadow Spell, two Undead Runes, Tomb Guardians. It's a rare spell with summon two two, two, two zombies with taunt. Spend four cat corpses to give them. Reborn.
2: Well, there's the corpses that you need for so many things.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go, and it's
0: uh, it's good for the environment, you know. Like uh, <laughs> you don't waste any corpses. You spend you spend four, but then you gain four. Perfect. Oh. Yeah, I think it's um, yeah. You might not be uh, it might not be too flashy, but uh, it's a good way to like just maybe defend a bit until you get an answer. For an board.
2: Kind of like the uh in mage.
0: Actually that's a really good uh that's a really good point. Cold case, the card. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. thank you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually a really good point. Oh I'm a bit more uh, hyped about this now.
1: <laughs> also with the fact that it has reborn, it means that those tonsils stick up through like a board clear too. You would almost need to have like a spammy arcanist in order to get through them and, and even then. It depends on if you have a 1 1 on board to really help you there. So, uh, solid card, definitely a great defensive tool for Undead.
3: Yeah.
1: And then next up, we have the three mana, one Undead rune, Unholy Frenzy, which Unholy is a rune. rare spell. Choose an enemy minion. Your minions attack it. Resummon any that die.
2: Sounds familiar. We
0: might have had uh, an effect similar, except uh, it gave you the minion back into your hand. In ah. Hunter, and mm-hmm. costed zero mana. I'm not really hyped about this card,
2: right? Especially since so far what we've seen from Unholy is kind of small uh, minions too. So um, I mean, it may give you a clear of something big, maybe their Corpse Bride or Risen Groom um, or something like that. But uh, yeah, it does. It doesn't have that powerful feel that some of the other things that we've been talking about so far have.
0: Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's good with Death Rattles. Like, if you manage to, to have a sticky Death Rattle deck, uh, this could be a good source of removal and also mm-hmm. a way to proc your Death Rattles. But other than that, I don't see it really in any playable deck. Not for now, at least.
2: Yeah. It's, it's also a way, though, to generate a bunch of corpses if you need to. Um,
0: also, occur. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's th-
1: for me, though, it's three mana kill one thing, even if you're worried about the regeneration side. I, like, I don't know, is three mana kill a thing the right cost point, especially with a deck building restriction added on to it? So, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. It seems just a little outside of the price point for what we, we even know in the current power crept uh, era. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then next up, we have the two mana, two blood rune, two three rare minion, the Hematurge. hematurge Yeah, I would say <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Battlecry, spend a corpse to discover a blood rune card.
2: That seems good to me. You know, discover always been good. It's, uh, you know, right in line with other cards that uh, as far as uh, uh, stats uh, for that cost. So if you're going blood runes anyway. Um seems like a no-brainer to include.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the best blood card uh, DK got, actually. Uh, especially on a release expansion. The pool of card, especially the pool of blood rune card, is going to be so small. You might always get what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen that in Barons with uh, the priest that kept on generating... A million Scorpids and raised dead and stuff like that. I think this is going to be really
1: good early on. Mm-hmm. Granted, as long as there's not another card where it can like, find that with the, <laughs> its abilities. Um, I, I don't <laughs> think we're going to have the repeating nonsense that was going on. Yes, but um, <laughs> I, I could still see it becoming very powerful, especially it, with a small pool of cards. And then next up, we have the two mana... 2-3 Elemental, uh, 2 Frost Rune, Death Chiller. It's a rare minion with a... After you cast a spell, deal 1 damage to 2 random enemies. Is this Flame Waker?
2: It kind of looks like it at a pretty good price point. Frost is going to be strong.
0: Yeah, Frost is going to be strong. It, okay, so it's not really Flame Waker because you cannot deal 2 damage to the enemy or hero at once. Oh, but right. still, early on... It's really good board control tool. I think it fits perfectly design-wise with what uh, Frost is trying to do. It's really good.
1: Especially considering we also have the zero mana Frost spell that oh. allows them to refresh as well. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's 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 uh, not a Flame Waker, it's a Frost Waker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the power level, you, you might be comparing it to... so. It was a three mana, three, four pirate that got nerfed to a 3-3, three, three. the one that deals one damage to every uh, enemy after your hero attacks. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think you might be able to get the same kind of value in the early turns with this card, and it was good enough to be nerfed, so I think it's good. I'm going to play that.
1: And then we also have the two mana blood rune shadow spell, blood tap, it's a rare spell with give... All minions in your hand, plus one, plus one, spend three corpses to give them plus one, plus one more.
0: Hanbuff? Ooh, I love buff. I love it. But do I love this card? Oh. What do you guys think about the, the condition of spending three corpses for an effect like that? Three corpses to give everything plus two, plus two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your hand? But you have to have a hand to, yes. to make it work. Yeah, you, you you need to have a hand, but also you need to be playing minion early on to fuel the courses. Mm-hmm. It might be too tricky. The the sweet spot
1: I, might not be here. It kind of reminds me of chum bucket. The the one oh. from Warlock Warlock yeah. because of the fact that it it does that plus 1 plus 1 and then you also have to have some other, you know, conditional thing met in order to get the additional buff. Yeah. And While we did see initially some Murloc Warlock, we clearly saw that that wasn't powerful enough and it became kind of something that nobody does anymore. This is true. So I don't know if that's going to be enough. It's so hard to spend mana on a spell that does something that says, oh, hang on, hang on, wait. Next turn, I'm totally (laughs) going to get you.
0: (laughs) I I promise, just wait one turn, bro, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it. Uh, I think you play this. Okay, so when is the effect active? The effect might be active, and you might have a hand big enough on turn what four and five, maybe. That's just conditioning then. Yeah, and the conditioning hasn't been relevant in standard for since uh, basically United in storming, right? It sounds right. Yeah, I'm not seeing this really working.
2: I always want to get it to work, but I've never been able to. Yeah,
1: exactly. It really comes down to also having enough of it, enough of those hand buff tools to, altogether, right? This is um, true. With with Paladin, it works because they there's like even a hero power that backs up the hand buffing ability, right? Yeah. <laughs> that you eventually get. Uh, so if there's enough of it inside the Death Knights, perhaps, but... I don't think one one card doesn't make it happen, but... Yeah, definitely not. Then we also have the two mana, one blood rune, three two beast Vicious Bloodworm. It's a rare card with a battle cry. Give a minion in your hand. Attack equal to this minion's attack.
2: There's your hand buff that, that might yeah. actually work.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. It's a good target for a hand buff. Because of the effect, and it also hunt buff afterwards, so it's a good uh, it's a good link. But then you would be playing a two mana three two. That doesn't really do anything. Like it doesn't have rush, or taunt.
2: At two mana, you wouldn't necessarily expect that. Two mana three two seems like still pretty good.
1: That's true. I was yeah. So it's a blood fen raptor, in a blood death knight deck that also <laughs> gives some more attack to something in your hand. I, th- I feel like it's at least better than a blood from Raptor.
0: I would <laughs> hope so.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe some kind of aggro deck would like that. Mm-hmm. Outside of the whole hand buff synergy, just a good minion on turn two that gives more attack. If decay ever has access to charge from hand, not the hero power. It might be super good, mm-hmm. but uh, I think speaking of hunt uh, buff payoff, we ha- we have another one. That, uh... Yeah,
1: the next up, we have the four mana one undead ruined one three undead, Rubian Swarm Guard, which is a common guard with taunt and a battle cry. Summon two copies of those minion.
0: That's a lot. That's a lot of stats. Wow.
2: Especially if you uh, hit it with the blood Room.
0: Oh yeah, I think this is the best payoff in terms of a uh, handbuff within DK. Mm-hmm. You can compare it to Saronite Chain Gang, for example, which was, back in the day, a good handbuff payoff. This one summoned two copies. It has less attack up from, but it's sticky. It's,
1: it's so sticky.
0: And it's taunt.
1: And it has taunt. It, it... We know taunt is cheat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, but I just
0: killed the taunt. You're telling me there is two more? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's really good. Uh, three corpses, three undead taunts. I think you might see a lot of this card.
1: You can even splash for it in rooms. Yeah. It. And it kind of even enables like blood tap. So if you have two of those in your hand, you kind of like could play the one and then hopefully they'll die the next turn. You can blood tap and then maybe on turn six, oh, yeah. you, you got it all over again. So I, I could see how kind of going two blood, one undead could work out into this like hand buff kind of deck or yeah. death knights.
0: I agree. I agree with you. I think this is the good uh, combination of runes for this type of archetype.
1: Even then, again, we'd still want to see more, right? This is yes. three cards. You want to see maybe a couple more that get you there. And then next up we have the four mana two four undead minion malignant horror. It's a common card with reborn and at the end of your turn spend five corpses to summon a copy of this minion.
0: I would like to have your opinion This one, it's got a
2: lot of like the corpse requirement is pretty pretty high, so you're not going to get that every turn. A two four reborn, um, that doesn't have taunt or anything, doesn't really excite me for four. But if in the right deck, if you've got a lot of things that duplicate itself or that are undead and, um, or that are reborn themselves and can you know generate a lot of corpses, that's a really strong effect. I mean, it's plus one, plus one to the last one that we had, and it can potentially happen every turn.
1: That's true. That's Until true. you win. And initially the copies will have reborn. Yes. The not reborn versions won't have reborn, but will still yeah. make copies. Yes, that's the problem. If you have enough corpses, which you may or may not, with the hand buff synergy too, perhaps there's something there, but it almost feels like you don't have enough corpses to spend if you're yeah. going down that route. But Maybe you do. It's so much corpses. It's so much. Yeah. I, I was really low on it, uh,
0: low on this card when it got revealed. But I was maybe there is something. Maybe there is a synergy I didn't get. But after watching the theory crafts, mm-hmm. uh, it. I mean, it feels bad. I I, I don't want to be summoning two fools. <laughs> right. I don't think I want to do that.
1: Not even with reborn. Like even
0: with reborn. And imagine imagining the, the the reborn part summoning a copy of itself for five corpses. You get a two one. Right. That's awful. That's awful. That's awful. That's awful. awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't get this image out of my mind of my corpse counter getting lower and lower, and my board getting full. Fuller and fuller on uh, two ones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, meanwhile, the Frosty K is just like, freeze it. Just freeze it oh, all. It'll summon copies oh, of frozen no. things. If it's That'll frozen, be amazing. Oh, no. If it's frozen, <laughs> you can't even kill it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so my official ruling on this card is it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's, just, it's bad, it's, yeah. uh, Hot
0: garbage. It's uh, it's (laughs) garbanzo. Yeah. All
1: right. So next up, we have the three mana, two blood rune shadow spell, asphyxiate. with it's a common spell. Destroy the highest attack enemy minion. Uh,
2: I mean, three mana to kill a minion and make it their best one uh, seems pretty good to me um, compared to pretty much any other um,
0: destruction card. Minion, okay, so no, I, I have two words for that: miracle rogue. You kill the stealth minion.
2: Ah, oh, there you go.
0: Even better. That's. Uh, I. I think this is the sole reason why this card is going to get played, and why <laughs> I think the control blood, DK is going to be viable. It's. I think it's going to be a real counter to miracle rogue, and I think people want to counter miracle rogue. I'm sure so, about too. that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: got killed by one on turn four, where they got down like they must have had the the perfect hand because they just ran out of cards and then ended up with like a, oh yeah, twenty twenty and a ten ten or something.
1: Yeah, you like well, <laughs> and that's when I'm like, I love the fact that I play paladin equality. City Jax. <laughs> oh, that's
0: a that's that's a good one too.
1: That's a good and, one that, too. and that immediately results in me winning the game because then they concede. <laughs> 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 but you know it, it's still having an ability to answer the highest attack enemy minion without even having to be able to target it. That's great. I, I feel yeah. like that's a really powerful card. This is like kind of card that you're like off your hematurge. That's the card you're looking for in those specific c- scenarios. I, I feel like that, that happens a hundred percent of the time. This is a strong, powerful effect and you're, you're going to need it eventually somewhere while you're, you're playing and you're going to be happy that you have it in your hand.
0: Well, uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. The fact that you can discover it too. That's a mm-hmm. lot of redundancy.
1: Yeah. It, it, I think that's happening. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah true. That's, uh, I'm playing that in my deck. And then next up, we have the three mana, one frost rune frost spell glacial advance. It's a common spell deal four damage. The next spell this turn costs two less. Is this soulfire? Soulfire?
2: Uh, I was thinking the, uh, the Druid, the Eclipse. Oh, yeah. It, oh, you're right. Um, I mean, it costs one more, and but deals one more damage. So kind of same idea, though.
0: Yeah, but it goes face.
2: Good point. Yeah. Even it better. Does.
0: I think this is going to be the primary uh, burn in frost, frost Decay. The fact that I you can, can that. copy it, chain it. I love it. That's why I, I was calling it soulfire. You just point his face. It's one mana, point this face. Yeah, that's, it's wicked strong. <laughs> yeah. And only one rune requirement? Mm-hmm. You can splash it in a double blood, maybe, or a double unholy, if you want to have a bit of burst. I, I like the fact uh, that this card is just one rune.
1: I think we're going to see a lot of it. That's yeah, I, it I think
0: we can here. all agree on this one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Darkfallen Neophyte, then, is a 3-mana, 1-blood rune, a common undead with 2-5 stats, and a battle cry spend 2 corpses to give all minions in your hand, plus 2 attack.
1: Well, there's another hand buff card. There you go.
2: That doesn't have a huge requirement for inclusion, either. This is true.
1: Still falling into that whole 2-blood rune, 1-undead rune synergy.
0: Exactly, yeah. Following the same barter. Uh, But I have a question. How important is it in a hand buff deck to get the two health in general? Your two attack or? No, the two health. Because this one only gives attack, not the health. So all the minions you want to hand buff, uh, sticky enough that they can use the attack you you give them. Uh, because I'm not seeing a lot of minions that, uh, except for the uh, the swarm guard that already has taunts and some health, I'm not seeing a lot of minions that you might want to give more attack, and they would instantly be ridiculous. Maybe I'm missing the, uh, something.
2: The horrible uh, malignant horror, for sure. Oh, please no.
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it goes on turn three and then turn four.
1: I mean, you'd end up with a four-four.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and then a 2-1.
0: <laughs> Why did you have to say
1: that? Oh. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm sorry. Oh you're, no. You're not using it for that card. But really, what I the <laughs> the biggest thing that I see with giving attack is that Mr. Smite is gonna be in hand, right? So mm-hmm. every True. single time you're you're buffing attack. That's, you don't care how much health Mr. Smite has, you just want him to have as much attack as possible. So I think as long as you're giving attack, and that's the end goal, um, which, I mean, we've seen that as a way to finish out a match before, I don't see that changing, at least until rotation that's good unless we get more ways to charge also from hand for death knight though it may not be good enough for for that to be the archetype that we're going into like as a mainstay archetype because you really do want that health that health is what really makes those boards much harder to deal with Exactly. Because, I mean, if I'm getting more vicious bloodworms that only have two health, it's like, okay, yeah, I know, anything and everything kills that, so...
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, but uh, has any uh, Mr. Smite deck been viable since uh, the introduction of Reneval I don't think so. Maybe I'm mistaken, but
1: it kind of took a back seat because Renathal also introduced the fact that like you just have piles of minions. So the hard part with like the Mr the holy Mr. Smite decks yeah. were were that they only had so many board clears. Mm. So it was impossible to get everything online and then okay, okay. also be able to clear everything at the same time especially with um, like Big Beast Hunter having the matriarch, the polar bear. Oh. It just was just like cruel. you couldn't get through that and then also do enough damage. Actually, I found that it was much easier. They let you have all the Death Knight cards. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> when you had the two chillblade champions, you could do like a one-two punch, and because those were cheaper and mm-hmm. easier to buff, you could you could sometimes get to the point where you'd get the kill by hitting with one big guy and then the next turn hitting with another big guy. Okay, okay. So it became faster, easier. It still wasn't a viable tech. <laughs> though. I mean, it wasn't something that everybody was playing. I, I used it to great effect, but not everybody was like... Eh, yeah,
3: I, I hear
0: that. I heard that you you did use it. So maybe we, we hope on uh, holding Blast, 3 mana frost spell, 1 frost turn requirement, deal 3 damage to an enemy and freeze it, deal one damage to all of their enemies uh swipe is that you
2: yeah for a little bit cheaper and a little less damage actually yeah a little less damage and the freeze effect on top of that is like really strong
0: yeah uh, imagine a board where your opponent has one big target and the rest is just cheap This is really efficient.
1: Especially when you add in like the Death Chiller from earlier. Like You're talking about potentially clearing a couple of those two twos 2s as well.
0: Oh, that's true. Combination is good, yeah. This, it's a 2 into a 3.
1: And it's all other enemies, so even the 1 damage goes face.
0: That's valuable, especially in a Frost deck.
1: And, and even this can go face. So you can freeze face with it, too.
0: Oh, yeah, it can go face. Wait, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. And I just read it.
1: I think because of the fact that it goes face and it could like freeze down a like a demon hunter, for example, uh that alone makes it powerful.
0: Do you see that uh that twelve attack Draca weapon getting frozen? I'm seeing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's efficient. It's really efficient. I wouldn't be surprised to to see it in a lot of Frost decks
1: i think it might also just be a tech card i think it's potentially like maybe it it's included as the final bit of burst damage but maybe it's just something you try and find or you include for specific types of uh decks that you, you're seeing in the meta
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
1: definitely it depends on how much we could like also increase uh spell damage because if we could do that the combination of like the glacial advance and the howling blast might just be enough to like ratchet up the damage to where that's the, the finishing volley. So oh, I think it's,
0: yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of
1: nice with spell
0: damage four damage plus two ALE. Yeah. Plus get uh lady
2: death whisperer out to copy him all. And Oh, you're in, <laughs> you're in luck. Okay. We are talking.
0: We're talking now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then next up, we have the two mana, one undead rune, Shadow Spell, Dark Transformation. That's a common spell. Transform an undead into a four or five undead monstrosity with Rush.
0: I think this might be one of my favorite cards in the, the Pass of Arthas. I love it so much. You can You can use it on your hero power uh on the same turn maybe like you deal one damage to the enemy hero and then you play that you can use it on an undead one drop four five on turn two on itself even without the rush it's a lot of stats
2: you can reuse it on or use it on your reborn malignant horror
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs>
1: That way you're just like, oh, man, it's a good thing I have this extra minion here on my board that I want to get rid of.
0: (laughs) Well, but by doing that, at least you don't get the 2-1 (laughs) power. I think that's the best effect. (laughs) You silence the horror. Perfect.
1: (laughs) Oh, the horror. So then we also have the 2-mana undead. One undead rune. Shadow spell Plague Strike, which is a common spell, deal 3 damage to a minion. If it kills it, summon a 2-2 zombie with Rush. That's
0: as efficient as it gets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially
2: early,
0: right? Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Like You get that effect in the uh, Druid Choose One cards where you get to just do one or the other. So.
0: <laughs>
2: and, oh, this is and true. And you don't even have Rush.
0: That's really good. And uh, speaking about Druid, uh, Druid has uh, natural causes. You you can compare it a bit. Uh, to mana deal two, some mana two two. Mm-hmm. This one deal three, a uh, minion. But the two two has rush. Right.
2: It's, and wow. Presumably the zombie's also undead for any synergies there. And oh yeah, probably.
1: Warps, probably. I that's good. I think you yeah. play it. I think also with the fact that it's a one undead rune, it could be something that gets splashed into some decks. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to
0: have that uh, early bolt clear stuff. Like, it's a lot like drain Soul, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't mm-hmm. get the lifesteal, but then you get the two to rush to kill something, so it's as if you gain health. And Drain Soul was pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like this card.
1: I see it see in play. There's there's plenty of times where I'm like, I wish I had three damage that I could just point at something, mm-hmm. and th- that's what this is for two mana. It's perfect. And then we also have the one mana, one frost rune, two attack, two durability common weapon, bone breaker. After your hero attacks a minion, deal two damage to the enemy hero.
0: Do you guys remember uh, that Paladin weapon from uh, Rastak and Rumble? Uh, it was a one mana, two two weapon that dealt uh, five damage to, right your to hero. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, this one might still do five damage to your hero uh, when you attack the enemy, but at least the enemy uh, hero also gets taken.
0: Yeah, it, it's basically you always deal four damage. Yeah, for one mana. Maybe I'm sleeping. Uh, I was sleeping on this card a bit, but I've seen it get played in uh, the Terrorcraft, and it was so much better than I thought. So, mm-hmm. maybe a place,
1: Especially in frost, that seems to have some difficulty like being able to generate minions that really work. Um, having a control tool that is your face seems pretty good. Especially early, yeah. Yeah. Early on, I'd, I'd be happy to, to have that as, like, in my mulligan. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to that.
2: Icy Touch is a one-mana common frost spell. Deal two damage to
0: an enemy and freeze it. Small uh, frostball. It goes fake. We we had this card, uh, but it was random back in the day. Uh, Breath of Sindragosa, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Oh, yeah, I think it was uh, two mana, though, too. So.
0: Oh, was it two? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> in that case, <laughs> it's that much better. Uh, yeah, the fact that you can deal two and freeze. Uh, I think the freeze part might be the most important one, just because we talked about uh, Miracle Rogue. The fact that you can freeze the... You can freeze the weapon, you can freeze uh, maybe the big stealth guy after it attacks. Oh, it reminds me also a lot of um, the twin spell card, that mage got mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You uh, freeze a minion, and then if it was already frozen, you deal too. These basically do both in one go. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
0: but do you want to play that in your deck? Or like do you want to maybe discover it, or is it a tech card? I'm not sure.
2: It doesn't have a rune requirement, so that makes it a little bit easier to just you know throw it in if you're getting to the end of a Renathal deck and you need a couple spaces filled.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, the fact that it has no requirement on it too means that you could include it in anything. I think it gets included in every every deck. It's powerful enough with that freeze, but maybe it's a Discoverer thing. Yeah, it's hard to say.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna have to see uh, how it goes. But it's a good card
1: then we also have the one mana one frost rune yammer yar <laughs> frost Breaker.
0: okay i was i was i was thinking do do i do i talk about this card or do i let the other one uh, try and pronounce <laughs> to <the game? laughs> i was thinking the same thing
1: I, I, there there's actually a a uh, a hockey player that played for some uh, i forget what team it was but he had the that name so actually it's not hard for me to say it but (laughs) (laughs) but uh uh, other than learning for like russian names from uh, or norse names i guess is probably where it comes from uh from hockey players i probably would have been completely lost (laughs) 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 but uh, it's got a belt cry. Gain plus one attack for each Frost spell in your hand, and it's a one-two. So, I mean, it
2: gives you that early uh, minion for Frost that you that you need, and uh, potentially a pretty decent uh, attack.
0: Exactly. Uh, for turn yeah. Two, exactly. So. What I was going to say. I uh, I had it in my Terrorcraft craft uh, with the small Naga package, uh, just because it's an efficient minion that can push some damage it gives you corpses
1: also when i think about like imp warlock like they initially play like a one three that gets be able to be built up because of the imps this is just because of what's in your hand and it's an answer for that card right i can trade into that card at the very least just get rid of it because i have a three two that i have put down onto the board on on turn one I think that just even if you consider that aspect alone okay I can have an answer to a trog that's on the board or an answer to something else that's on the board that I can clear right away just even from a control aspect because frost to me seems very much like this control but do a lot of damage direct damage face yeah I think this is this is a great great way to start off. Uh, granted also this thing dies to like mage having wildfire in a hero power <laughs> oh, <laughs> on turn uh, two, but but you know it's maybe it does get in that initial dig of damage just even to start off so it's still worth like keeping in mulligan um
0: yeah it's really good early on but the, the later it, it doesn't have a lot of value going for it uh, afterwards but still, I think you play it because Frost does not have access to that many
1: good uh, early drop. I, I think it's the that's the card you keep in the mulligan. Yeah, mm-hmm. along with Bonebreaker, keep those two. You're good. Oh, oh my! <laughs> right. right. Oh my. <laughs> And then the final card in the Pathartha set, which this one we wouldn't keep in the mulligan, is zero mana, two Frost Rune, Frost Spell, Horn of Winter, which we kind of talked about before, Common Spell with Refresh, two mana crystals.
0: I think it unbutted so well the idea of what Frost wants to do. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm imagining uh, a Frost deck, I'm always picturing this card. Because it goes so well with the Death Cheater, the the little... uh, the little elemental we talked about earlier on. Mm-hmm. And just basically with anything Frost wants to do, like you play it, you definitely don't keep it in the early in uh, your mulligan. Well maybe
2: maybe you keep it if you have a, a EMJR um, in hand just for
1: Oh yeah. That's
0: just true.
2: for the extra damage.
1: Just for the extra attack. For the yamayar, yeah. The the, yep.
0: the frostbreaker. The frostbreaker. There we go. I love.
1: I love that we keep trying to say the name. It's awesome. <laughs> no. I okay? we're Trying. Okay. We'll try. I no. I love it. It's great. Uh, I love that Hearthstone provides us with difficult things to say, especially difficult things to say in combination. It's you know, they love tongue twisters and all that stuff. So yeah. um also I i love the fact that Lady Death Whisperer can make a copy of it of Ooh. the Horn of Winter. Yeah. So like you're you're looking at like if I can get this Lady Death Whisperer down and I do that final volley, like hopefully I have glacial glacial advance, Howling Blast, I've got the Horn of Winter, even an Icy Touch, and then I'm making multiple copies of it. And then I can like throw down one or two death chillers and then that's it like i'm just like going to town flinging all these spells you could just see it happening right oh yes yeah Uh, i'm picturing
0: um uh because i play also a lot of wild uh i'm picturing um a turn of APM mage. it's like the Mm -hmm. mana biscuit Mm -hmm. the flame waker the sorcerer apprentice all the mana sheets all the damage uh i'm liking that
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Definitely, I think when it comes down to it from the Path of Arthas set, I, I think you have some rough ideas of what it, what's come out of this set, which is Frost is ext- incredibly strong. Blood has some things yeah. going on. Um, but Frost from the Path, at least, seems like the, the winner here. But definitely fun archetypes that you could build off of and some cards that are just even standalone good. It's kind of nice that they've built up the set for the fact that, you know, Death Knights are coming in with not having a full six set to kind of go with them, at least they're they're getting supplemented some cards. But they also, with March of the Lich King, get a bunch of cards added in, and that also starts us off with one of the first legendaries from March of the Lich King, and that is our seven mana, seven seven undead three blood rune minion, Alexandros Mor- mograine Mograin. I can't say that <laughs> say that correctly. I want to say that there's help? an R in there, <laughs> Morgraine, right? Like. I want to say it the wrong way. And Battlecry, for the rest of the game, deal three damage to your opponent at the end of your turns.
0: Reddit was freaking out about this card. (laughs) The posts were going left and right about how it's infinite damage. What are the devs thinking? (laughs) Uh, For all of you that uh, still thinks that, Uh, You have to know that this card was almost released as a 3-7, and that they buffed it. Because uh, I think they might have seen that it was not powerful enough. So don't worry, it's not going to be infinite damage. And I think it's not going to be that strong either.
2: It's such an investment in the Blood Runes, which we really had seen in the Path of Arthas set, is really kind of a two in a splash. Um, So... It's trying to force you into that. And I'm not sure that the blood is strong enough without a, without a splash.
1: The only thing that I think about is that you could discover multiple copies of him, potentially. Um, oh. So, like, you could potentially get six damage, nine damage, maybe even with Brand get, you know, up to where you're doing, like, 12 mm-hmm. damage a turn. So there's that potential. But that's really sticking to this game plan of playing a seven, seven that does nothing initially, like really as hard as board <sighs> state. Yeah. That's um, really hard. And I mean, I know how hard it is sometimes to th- throw on the countess for Paladin and then go next turn. I'm going to get you right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you did three damage, but it's like, okay. I, you know, doesn't, that's not a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be. It would have to. Like I've heard a lot of discussion. Like if it was a Battle Cry deal, X damage. How much damage would it have to be for it to be uh, included in a deck? And most answers were maybe six, eight, uh, something like that. So you it means that you have to wait two or three turns for this card to actually get value. I think the Blood Deck wants to do something else in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you, you like this card. Maybe you run it. Maybe you run it in the Blood Deck, but I don't know that you like it very much.
2: We could end up with a lot of attack, but yeah, the extra the extra rune to, to get there, having to yeah. spend all your runes on blood, is uh, makes it a little bit more of a thought experiment.
1: I mean and it also depends like with the the card we'll talk about at the end with vampiric blood also adding extra like a ton of extra health maybe that's just enough like you talk about renathal and all this yeah. like like you're going to have a lot of staying power as a full blood death knight And perhaps that is it. It's like you're going to grind them down by just the fact that, like, you live forever. And meanwhile, they're slowly, slowly, ever, ever so slowly. (laughs) This is true. Very, extremely (laughs) slowly dying. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But then, counterpoint, like, if we wait that much, don't you rather just play a Dynastrius and call it a game? (laughs)
1: <laughs> what is some other 7 mana spell that does or minion that does not require yeah. 3 blood runes yeah,
0: yeah. or time this works so well with uh, decays but I guess for uh, as much as uh, 3 blood goes we have another card that uh, yeah. might that might be good enough to to go for the 3 blood blood 8 mana 5 5 undead soul stealer battle cry destroy all other minions gain 1 corpse for each enemy destroyed that's uh that's a good board clear <laughs> I mean, <Yeah.
2: laughs> Complete board Dang. clear so you're getting yourself but all of the everything's generating a corpse and then you have the only minion on the board so yeah
0: I mean twisting nether on the stick yeah I'm down for it
1: with an upside
0: with an upside uh, I guess if you go through blood you it's maybe because you want to play that but either way it's just st- such a strong card.
2: Bone Guard commanders, an eight mana one blood rune, a rare undead, uh, eight eight with taunt, and a battle cry: raise up to six corpses as one two risen footmen with taunt fills your board again. Doesn't require a lot.
1: So this is like a cheaper Anixia, but in in the taunt version, not the rush version. Oh, <laughs> right. it's so true. like like it's the 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 answer to. <laughs> but like before, you even need to answer to it. Uh, it's that seems really strong. It it is a lot of stats. It's a lot of stats. Oh my god! With taunt too, With which yeah that's really powerful.
0: I, I was not expecting it to see that much uh, play, but uh, in the uh, the DK uh, Invitational, uh, everybody, I mean every blood deck was playing this card, no mm-hmm. exception. And every time it was such a such a strong play on eight, you jam this, uh, so much stats,
2: so much stats, and so many corpses too. So you kind of refresh it. Um,
0: um actually, uh, the uh, reason the reason footman, uh, every card in DK that has the reason uh, in the name doesn't grant you an extra corpses. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, they don't want uh, they don't want us to double dip on the corpse.
2: Gotcha. That's fair.
0: Yeah, that's fair
2: enough. Soulbreaker is a three-mana, one blood rune weapon, three attack, two durability. After your hero attacks and kills a minion, gain two corpses.
0: I think that's a really strong weapon.
2: Yeah, corpses are definitely uh, useful. Um, And three attack seems to be a a pretty good number for a weapon.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of it like uh, it's basically turn three, you equip a three-two weapon that gives you four corpses, to spend mm-hmm. on turn 4.
2: Ah, ah good point. We are talking about needing to get that many, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, getting that much in the early game as maybe a control deck, like it's a big deal, uh, especially with the cards we're going to see afterwards. Uh, yeah, I think you run it in uh, the control blood. In other blood decks? Not sure.
1: Or maybe like a double frost one blood rune deck. This is where you include that like additional card. You could have enough corpses to like help you out with getting the corpse requirements that you need for some of those frost spells. No,
0: oh, yeah, potentially.
1: Oh, but then you, you can't play uh you can't play the, the seven mana spell. Or death whisperer. It's those hard choices that, that Death Knights need to make, huh?
0: Yeah, but that's what makes the class so good. Uh, it's so interesting to to look at it in Terrorcraft. Uh, the the rune mechanic is really, I think, it's going to be a hit. I,
1: I I almost wonder if that's something that they need to en- enact with all classes. It might make for some more diversity. and People have been talking about that, yes. Could be and something that, that we go, go to going in the future.
2: Yes, I, the World of Warcraft card game that uses or that came before hearthstone um actually had those restrictions for others uh that's when they and they uh added the um the schools of magic uh i think that was kind of meant as a way to to start um to do that for the other classes like the shadow restrictions with uh, oh yes yes. with uh, priest and, and things like that so i think that we will see if uh especially if the Runes are really popular like that. I think we'll see something similar. It might not break it down uh, into three different runes or something, but maybe uh, additional restrictions that keep it so that you have to have only one type of spell in your deck or, or something like that. That would be really interesting. But yeah, having four corpses on uh, turn four makes your malignant horror, uh, once it dies, it'll automatically <laughs> be able to regenerate itself um, on four. So. The
0: malignant horror, it really doesn't die. It really doesn't Perfect. die. Perfect. It's, it's, really all doesn't die. <laughs> it's
1: all about. Synergies. Making sure that we're enabling. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I didn't know. This makes that card so much better. (laughs) 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 All right. So then next up, we have the two mana two undead rune, two, three minion necrotic mortician. It's a common minion with a battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, discover an unholy rune card.
0: So really similar to uh, the Amateurge. But mm-hmm. basically, for uh, an the effect might be a bit harder to have a friendly undead die after your last turn, meaning during your opponent's turn or during your turn. Uh, but yeah, it's a really similar effects.
1: The hero power—that's an undead minion, though, correct? If I'm yes. So I think that's where that falls. So like, it's like a turn four kind of play. Oh. The hard part for me is that like, it, it itself is not an undead. It is not. It is not. It kind of feels like anti synergy with itself. Um, I, it looks like an undead.
0: It has like yellow glowing eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I not noticed that.
1: It's kind of interesting that it's not undead. But maybe it was too powerful that way. I don't know. Maybe. I think you still, if you're running unholy, that you're including this because of the fact that you have that discover mechanic, it just still feels. A little bit, a little bit harder. Like, like I don't know why it's that little bit harder, but it just feels a little bit harder. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: it does feel harder. But uh, maybe uh, some uh, unholy rune cards are uh, valuable enough to discover. Like the next one, uh, Blightfang, three mana, three three beast, legendary, one unholy requirement. Battlecry: Infect all enemy minions. When they die, you summon a two two zombie. With taunt. with taunt seems pretty powerful. This is a strong effect, and
2: not a very heavy rune requirement either. So not at uh, all. You know, again, you're you're gonna splash for it. Just kind of makes the mortician a little bit more questionable because then you have to go two on the on the unholy versus uh, two on the blood. So
3: mm, I don't know that the right. synergy
2: there is as good, but you know, it is a discover so.
3: It's right. still
0: you can basically you cannot um you have to value trade if you're the opponent against the the unholy if you is they play that you have to value trade all the minions but then they can just like clear them with a chip card and boom the you have a full board of two two tones that will also mm-hmm. give you corruption. it's really good for shumana.
2: mm-hmm Pretty efficient. Another three mana uh, card is Meat Grinder. One holy, one unholy, uh, rune uh, requirement. Uh, three four mech epic uh, with a battle cry: shred a random minion in your deck to gain three corpses. Pretty good stats for three
0: mana. Basically a spider tank. It's a mech also. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, I guess the question is: is are you hurting so badly for corpses at that point that mm. that's what you you need to potentially like destroy your some of your most powerful cards in your deck just to be able to generate those corpses. Yeah, that's uh, I, mean, I don't know if that's if that's what you need to do at that point. Well, again, you're trying to get to, to uh,
2: five corpses for your malignant horror on turn four, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing it, it's gonna work.
1: I, I mean, if we really need all those corpses, yeah, they are <laughs> again. Uh, Celeste Alon
0: gave uh, an insight about this card on Twitter. So uh, uh, they were saying that uh, basically in design, they wanted to make different cards that uh, embodied uh, how the unholy spec can use corpses, meaning that maybe in an unholy deck, the minions are not that valuable. So you might as well just destroy one to gain three corpses. But then with what we saw, uh, I don't think the unholy deck is going to lack corpses ever and if you want to splash that in another deck the minions there might be way more valuable so you might not want to like destroy around the minion in your deck so i don't know where this fits
1: it fits in the pack filler that's where it. Fits. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epic
0: so it's not filling many packs either though so i mean it's a hundred dust no that's that's true all right, we were harsh about this All one. All right.
1: <laughs> so then we also have the th- three mana, one frost rune, three, four minion, Acolyte of Death is a common minion with after a friendly undead dies, draw a card. It's a pretty good body for a, a effect that draws cards.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, way better than uh, the classic card at four mana that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a four mana for two that drew a card after a friendly minion died. Here, it's only uh, undead minions, but the 3-4 body is really good because you can tempo it, maybe, before using rush or something like that.
2: Definitely useful. Uh, yeah, although, definitely. again, it's frost. Um, so
0: uh, Which is so weird, kind of isn't it? Kind of for minions, yeah. I find it weird that this is a frost card. It, it screams unholy to me. But maybe uh, they wanted to keep the draw the efficient draw, at least, uh, onto the frost spec so that you have to splash a frost if you want to get access to a good draw. Uh,
2: or it could just be that they wanted to put one frost in the actual March of the Lich King set, because otherwise there wouldn't be one. Wait,
0: really? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> there's that also. <laughs> it's like the only frost card that the, the actual set gave. Oh wow, it's interesting. Um, part of me thinks it's because they're what they're trying to get at is that you're supposed to kind of balance those rune requirements, and that even though everyone wants to go triple frost, it's really like it's supposed to be one like one frost and two blood or one frost two undead or <laughs> Yeah, You know, two frost, one blood. And then that way, the two frost, one blood gets you accolade to death with the bone guard commander. Like, that combination of, okay, well, they managed to kill off a couple of them, but you still have a couple left over. So hopefully you can get that refill that you need combination. It's just, I think it's interesting. I mean, as a whole, it's like figuring out how, do, how does that challenge work? And honestly... The one frost rune doesn't feel bad for a lot of access to a lot of those frost spells anyways. Even two isn't terrible, but three, it's like, then you're like, wait, I have to make choices. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah, I
0: could see that in a double and holy one frost. That would be the kind of deck uh, where
1: I would see this card. And then we have the two mana, three blood rune spell, Vampiric Blood, which is a rare spell. Give your hero... Plus 5 health, spend 3 corpses, gain 5 more, and draw a card. It definitely is uncommon,
0: though. Uh, because gaining... I don't think we have seen any card, except for maybe in Priest, like with the uh, the old quest, that just mm. gave health to your hero, not restore health. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure we have ever seen that before. Renethal. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I was thinking during the game, right. where your maximum HP goes up uh, by a certain number. Uh, I mean, this is a card. This is why you want to run Triple Blood. Uh, this is definitely the card. It's, it, it does so much <laughs> for two mana. Yeah. Draw it
2: does card so much. Up to 10. It's yeah. really hard at, at on turn 2 though to have the three corpses. Uh... Yeah,
0: I think it's not a card you play on turn but
1: 2. Even on turn 2 you're not you're not playing that. You're you're putting yourself so far behind on yeah, board yeah. development and all that other stuff. Like you're literally waiting for like that turn 6, turn 7 where you're playing like a five mana something and then oh, I have two left over instead of a hero power I'm going to go ahead and increase my health by 10.
0: Yeah. And draw a card. And draw a card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just picturing an aggro deck uh, pushing everything uh, they have in hand to put maybe your uh, your HP to like two or three. And then uh, you play Vampiric Blood, clear your board, clear your board with uh, the next card we are going to talk about. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and then Reno. It, uh, yeah, it's Reno. It's Reno. <laughs> two mana Reno Jackson. I'll take that. <laughs>
1: i know how guy grumpy feels about that Mm. (laughs) we don't talk about reno no 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 yeah (laughs) then we also have the five mana two blood rune spell shadow spell uh corpse explosion which is a rare spell detonate a corpse to deal one damage to all minions if any are still alive repeat this so essentially clear the whole entire board with as many corpses as you have
0: yeah Reminds a lot of Defile, except the condition is like the inverse. Right. It, it still clears the whole board. <laughs> that's for sure. Assuming it's, you
2: have the the corpses. To assuming you have the corpses,
0: it. yes. I think this one and the previous one, Vampiric Blood, are the two cards in the uh, the blood control where you want to get the corpses. So that's why the weapon is good. Maybe so that's why the, uh, the Twisting Nether on the stick is good. Just to fuel those two uh cards uh, because they are good cards and i would like to run this in my uh, control blood uh, death knight
2: i see a lot of these cards and i'm thinking i would really like this in, in my other uh classes
0: in the other class yeah
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of fun because it makes it seem like the death knight is the archetypes that i want in other uh classes um <laughs> so maybe i'll just become a death knight player uh, can you imagine to this in it Paladin? That?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I oh, mean, are, aren't Death Knight supposed to be like uh, just an extension of Paladin or something like that? I'm not sure. I'm not uh, really too good about my uh, Death Knight like, uh, lore.
1: It's, it's like a perversion of Paladin. A perversion, really yes. Is.
2: Although we we have had death knights of every class, so uh, I don't know if it's necessarily just paladin or just because uh, Arthas was a paladin, uh, the first one.
1: All I know is that's a really powerful uh, (laughs) spell for, for the death knights and puts them in a pretty good spot to be able to kind of be a powerhouse as they enter and become one of the new classes added to our rotation. But speaking of new classes, the most recent class that was added was Demon Hunter Beyond the Death Knights. And so with that, we also have the nine mana nine nine demon, which is an epic, uh, brutal annihilation, 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 annihilation Annihilation. (laughs) with taunt and rush after this minion survives damage deal that amount to the enemy hero.
0: That was a really smooth uh, transition, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, big DH again. Big like demons, yeah. like
2: um, Immediate damage to the face. Uh, maybe not the full
1: nine, but um, I, I like it. I mean, definitely one of those big demons I'd want to bring back with all Fellbergs loose as well. Um, yes, mm-hmm. I mean you're, you're you're looking at how how can I make sure as much as much damage as much pressure as going face as possible. You include that mm-hmm. along with the Inquisitor, and you're just you're yeah, off yeah. to the races. Yeah, exactly. It's,
0: it's it's really similar to uh, the green rag, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean big D.H. never had a problem of getting good big demon the problem it always had and that it still has today is like cheating them out into play and i don't think we have except the sigil the five mana sigil i don't think we have any um any way to cheat uh, demons out
1: the, they have the the one where they fight each other oh yeah uh, um you
0: summon two minions from your deck, they attack each other. Yeah. So mm.
1: even with that, like, if you have two big demons, you almost want them to fight each other because as long as the minion survives, right? So you have yes. a bunch of eight eights. 8s one of these brutal guys comes out, kills the other one. Well, you kind of want them to die anyway, so you can get them back with all fell breaks loose. But then meanwhile, he's taking 8 damage, so he's yeah. dealing 8 damage to the enemy. And imagine like, if you summon two of them. Well, then they kill each other. <laughs> and then, then survive, it then they don't survive, so that's not very good. Like, that's <laughs> not, not, not do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's,
0: that's a problem I have. Like, you want this to, because it's a good demon, you want to run two of those. But then the, the cheating aspect doesn't want you to run two of those. <laughs> it's tricky. Yeah, this, I... is,
2: this is one that you really want to have uh, the malignant horror as a um, neutral so that you can fight that and get the reborn. <laughs>
0: When is it gonna (laughs) stop?
3: We're
2: not even talking about Death Knights anymore and I still bring it up.
0: It's gonna be following
1: us everywhere. (laughs) It's gonna be in my dreams. Oh no. (laughs) So then we also have the one one mana fell spell, unleash fell, which is a rare spell, deal one damage to all Enemies with a mana thirst for with lifesteal.
0: Yeah, that's the first uh, mana thirst card we've seen uh, this set then. Mm -hmm. Um, So it means that if you have four mana at least, so starting from turn four to uh, afterwards, uh, you have an extra effect on the card. They really pushed this one. It's really pushed.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, you know, you play wild then maybe you get the, the um, what was the Ilgonos, OTK? Algonos,
0: uh, yeah. After yeah, yeah. crafted so many wild uh, DH, actually, mm-hmm. I'm really excited. DH, I think, is my favorite uh, class this set. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Between the um, the OTK and the other package we're going to talk about, I'm really excited. And this is such a strong card. Mm-hmm. Damage, fail... Uh clears, lifesteal, chip.
1: It's really strong. You can repeat it with Jace. Yeah. That's something you'd want to repeat. Especially as you're like coming to that final turn. Maybe you need to heal up as well as uh, clear some stuff on their side.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really good. Um, a question, is it good enough to be played in maybe uh, an aggro deck? I I I don't think so. Even if it goes face.
2: Uh, maybe as tech oh, if aggro does. is really
0: uh, it does go face away. it does go face yeah i was thinking the uh, the aggro deck are using the two mana two two that uh, draws a fell spell and that just top end is jace this kind of deck mm-hmm. not the discard one if we can separate i them.
1: mean it is pretty cheap though so maybe even in the discard one it works uh... Might (laughs) just just because it's cheap, right? It's one mana, potentially, you could even discount it to to zero depending on how you draw it. So, maybe,
2: and maybe in Renathal decks where you need to, you know, fill some stuff
0: out. Yeah, it's especially good if you like uh, if you don't have a lot of minions uh, on your board to like gain back a bit of uh, tempo. Uh, Spell Demon Hunter. So, failed array Warband, 4 mana spell, deal 4 damage. If your deck has no minions, summon 4, 1, 1 illidary with Rush. What do we think about that?
1: So, no minions.
0: No
2: minions. Zero. Well, we've had no minion decks before in uh, Hunter and in Mage at least, so uh, there's definitely enough spells in Demon Hunter to make that work, um, and it's you know a decent effect. You get four damage straight to the face uh, and four minions with rush
1: I think when you also consider the the legendary that they receive in demon hunter and then you add the fact that like quest is available too Mm -hmm. um, I think that you end up with reaching kind of like that potential mass of cards where that's that's a possibility right where you're you're going to work towards that quest completion. That's how you're going to discount down something like this. This goes face. You're going to include it, and uh, you're going to be yeah. happy that you did.
0: Yeah, and by the way, like you can combine this card with the one mana recently buffed from the core set this year. A one mana spell, uh, I don't remember the name exactly, but like it draws a card for each friendly minion that died this turn.
1: Mm-hmm. Feast of Souls.
0: Yeah, Feast of soul exactly. It would fit perfectly in this type of deck.
2: The next spell for that is a Mark of Scorn. It's common and draw a card. If it's not a minion, deal three damage to the lowest health enemy.
0: Hmm. How do we compare that to Cow Strike?
1: Where where you like get two attack and yeah. draw a card,
0: and it's a fell spell, which I think is relevant.
1: Both of these spells though are not fell, so like it's yeah. almost like we don't want Jace to repeat these, but are they good enough? Like are these, the these are, I feel like these are the cards that you have to add in order to get to the amount of cards Probably. that you need to, to form a deck. Right. Probably. Even though they don't, they're not repeatable. It's still something that you're including because it's something that you need to like turn through your deck to be able to have enough cards. Even I, I think it's, I think it's worth it because you're replacing a card with another card. You're also board control Potentially, if you're working with like Lady Sutheno, that's also going to help you out.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, I, I think that works. I think it's it's good enough. Now, is it going to also be included in other decks that don't specifically have that type of spell-only like spell only requirement? I don't think so. Uh,
0: would you play that in current um, Relic DH, the 30 version? The, the 40 version has a lot of minions, but the 30 version doesn't have that many minions.
1: I was thinking about that. I mean, maybe
0: that's just what would you take out?
1: That that deck list is pretty tight. Yeah,
0: that's just true.
1: I mean, it is two mana draw card and deal damage and at, deal at damage. the same time. I don't feel like it's a terrible card, and not that, but a lot of it is the fact that it's not fell. And right now, with the legendary of Jace being a demon hunter, I don't know if you would necessarily do that.
0: I think it's uh, necessary for the. Uh the non-minion package to really work. Mm -hmm. It's not the best card.
2: Well, the no minion package could also be helped by the Soul Leader's Scythe, Mm -hmm. the legendary four-mana, four-attack, two-durability weapon where at the start of the game, you consume three different minions in your deck and leave behind souls that discover them. And the souls themselves are uh, one-mana spell um, to discover a minion consumed by Soul Leader's Scythe.
0: Yeah, there, there is a lot to say about this card. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> First, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Celestalon said that uh, you, if you have three minions and you have this card in your deck, you won't be able to see uh, neither this card nor your three minions on the mulligan phase. Uh, I'm not sure if yeah. I'm saying something uh, wrong here, but I think I read it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Meaning that your deck, your mulligan, is con- is more consistent by a certain percent which is something that's actually relevant in a deck where you want to get your specific uh, Power Spike card, like uh, Spell the Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the design is so... It is such a good design. I, I can't believe uh, they actually made something that good. Not that it's so good. I love it. <laughs> it does seem like it's going to be a lot of fun, especially because
2: you can discover them. So, you, if you uh, have the three different minions uh, that really you only want one of, you can discover it three times, right?
0: Oh, I don't think so. No, I think you when you discover one, it gets uh, pulled out of well the pool.
2: Uh, of course. Oh, that stinks. So the last one's not really a discover; <laughs> it's just
0: a get. Yeah, but I think you. I mean, it's still discover in a way that you can get the minion you want uh, at, at the, the time right you time. want. Yeah, yeah so right. it's like one mana to get two more possibilities to get uh, the minion you want. That's yeah, still pretty I
2: guess good. It works in duels with all the discover. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's interesting that on the Play Hearthstone site, it says related cards to this card also includes Cthulhu the Shattered.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think I know why. Because
1: it's a starter game effect? And that's why I yeah. think...
0: It... And also, the, I think they the hard-coded this card to uh, proc after C'Thun. So that it cannot uh, consume Cthune before uh, the C'Thun uh, shatter itself. Ah, so I think that's okay. why uh, there is the related card uh, of C'Thun here.
1: <laughs> that way you couldn't just discover C'Thun? Yeah, Exactly. He's just one one whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: would be uh, <laughs> that would be silly.
1: That'd be a little broken. I'm not sure
0: about uh, what, I, but I'm pretty sure. I, I, mean, I remember seeing uh, a tweet from Celestalon saying that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But, uh, no,
1: that that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Fierce Outsiders of one mana,
2: common two one, uh, with Rush and Outcast. Your next Outcast card costs one
0: less. Is my favorite card this set? There we go. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I I love the Outcast mechanic so much. I was really sad when uh, we didn't get any tempo-y Outcast support for like a few expansion, and this is just everything I uh, I wanted. Uh, by the way, I I did a card like that in a previous custom set. Uh, it was just a 1 mana 2, 1 outcast your nest, outcast cost 1 nest. he didn't have the rush. <laughs> so seeing the rush on it... Oh, wow. They power crept your private set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ha. <Huh. laughs> it's so good.
2: It's just so good.
1: Zero mana cards.
2: Yeah. And it's not even this turn, so that's,
1: that's really it, 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 uh, great. Yeah, it, it's so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i love everything about this card
1: i could see where the outcast decks kind of churn through cards very quickly yes use a lot of the the replacement cards for like the no hand uh version of demon hunter to like kind of replace a lot of the cards that they're just throwing down because they're yeah. all cheap or free even in that deck do we have any outcast card in that uh,
0: aggressive uh, dh because it could be running this.
1: I'm not sure about Outcast, but I I would think that's where you're gonna that's how you're gonna probably lean towards now, once you include this. Getting a chance to put things down for for zero mana, you know, <laughs> definitely helps helps keep the hand empty and and aggressive. And it's a rusher. I, I feel like it just synergizes so well. It, it has everything.
0: This card has everything. <laughs> it has
2: everything. Leading into the Vengeful Walloper, a 7-mana 5-5 five, five Rare Demon uh, with Rush costs 1 less for each Outcast card you've played this game. It's 0. Speaking of free cards. Wait,
1: we're, we were just talking about free cards, right? Yeah, <laughs> we like free cards.
0: 5-5
2: five, five with Rush, that's free.
1: Yeah.
0: Seems pretty good. So how much would you want to, to pay for a uh, 5-5 um, five, five with Rush? 3-mana? Yeah. I would say three mana too. Uh, at four mana, you're not really happy. Do you remember the menagerie package in Warrior during a uh, Darkmoon Fair? We had a five mana five five that got discounted, uh, by the different type, the different minion the types dragon. on the board. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played a lot of this deck. The dragon. Yeah, the dragon exactly. But you were never happy to play the card for four mana. So, I would say three mana is the sweet spot. But this can get discounted so quickly.
2: And it doesn't have to be in your hand, right?
1: Yes. I mean, every single time that Blizzard does one of these 7-mana cards that gets discounted by something that you had previously, you you automatically know that that's going to be a powerful card. <laughs> this is true. It's surprising to me that for some odd reason in Paladin, ours isn't 7-mana and said it's 9-mana, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The night's <laughs> um, But... It's probably, they probably did that because of the fact that, like, by the, t- by the point that they put it at 7 mana they're like, wait, that comes out way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Which they surprisingly don't have a problem with in Rogue, but, you know, what do I know?
0: <laughs> I mean, design-wise, uh, Rogue and age are uh, more known than Paladin 2, like, play a lot of cards, discount a lot of cards. Uh, so i think maybe that's why also the light ray cost a bit much uh, a bit more but also uh, an interesting point is that it's a demon mm-hmm. and uh on the art first off, i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't guess that it would be a demon i would say that it's just uh, like just like the fierce outsider just a, a demon hunter card but for my mm-hmm. fellow uh, wild enjoyers out there this synergizes really well with philosophy and mm-hmm. I- i'm going to jam uh, a quest miracle brute vengeful walloper miracle dh on day 1 it's going to be so fun
1: <laughs> especially because philosophy itself is an outcast card exactly exactly yeah. it, it just
0: mwah, perfect
2: Wretched Exiles, an epic 2-mana two 2-3. Two, After you play an outcast card, add a random outcast card to your hand.
1: What's What's nice is this actually would not give you a Vengeful Walloper because that would be gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that is not an outcast card, although it gets impacted by outcast cards. It, yes. This is an enabler for that, but...
0: <laughs> it can give you an outsider, too.
1: Yeah, it could definitely give you an outsider, which that... That alone would mean that you're just constant. Maybe you're playing multiple outsiders at one time, just off of this card.
0: Yeah, so maybe the question is, what uh, outcast card are you not happy to see generating by this? There is the 4-mana, four 4-4, four, four, uh, outcast, draw, 2 deathrattle. Definitely don't want to generate this one. And uh, the 3-mana, three 3-2. Three, uh, outcast give your hero plus 3 attack. I mean, this one is okay. But yeah, these two, and like, I think the rest of the Outcast card, at least in standard, I, I can see it. I can see it uh, being play Like some kind of miracle uh, generating a lot of value deck.
2: So we'll see it in your miracle deck. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh,
0: in the uh, in wild, I don't think so, because there is no. a lot of bad Outcast card to get from that. No. Uh, that we don't have in standard
1: yeah like you wouldn't want to skull off of this because yeah it, just, it would jam up your hand exactly
0: exactly uh so in standard i think i think this is gonna be good in standard uh, i'm seeing a lot of people saying this is a bad card but um, i wouldn't be surprised to see uh, a mid-range tempo uh, outcast deck
1: Okay. Maybe this is the reason the blizzard stopped giving some outcast cards is because they were like, wait, we want to make sure the pool is just right right now. Oh, <laughs> like, that's you
0: true. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see that. It would make sense
0: if you assume that uh, the design card like one year in advance, something yeah. like that. And that
2: would also impact our next card, Feller in the Forgotten, a legendary four mana 3-3 three, three, with a battle cry, add a random outcast card to the left and right sides of your hand. They cost
0: two less. This is so good. It's such a
1: beautiful card. It, it's so good.
0: <laughs> and the fla- have you seen the flavor text?
1: Flavor text.
0: Yeah, because he forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I've seen it played in the HeroCrafts. Wow, it, it was basically like some kind of call to arms or a, a Director. Mm-hmm. It's, like, hey, yeah. it's really good oh, it's really really good. good it's really really good the
1: this, the only thing to me is like what if you generate two outsiders then you just don't yeah don't realize the value there but it's still such a good card
0: yeah it still gives you it, it would still be someone to uh to one with rush and your next outcast card cost one less mm-hmm. and you discount your uh Walloper by two more I think this is a really good card.
1: Your one next outcast card would cost one less because they're an outcast card. So one of them. would Yeah. Get yeah. The, it, yeah. But still, it's still so good. Still, and I don't think you're, I don't think you're going to end up with that happening. And in fact, if anything, more than likely you could get one of them and then you're, you would get like the three mana discount on the other outcast card which might be perfect right like that yes. might get you right to the mana cost that you need so you might actually be like sweet I got one of them
2: and then you might even let skull uh.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think so but I was going to say if you get the skull to like the far left of your hand, maybe in wild that's where it works out but
0: yeah it's okay next turn you play a uh, four mana skull it's all yeah. right you know four mana discount by nine it's all right <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all right.
2: <laughs> Deal with the Devils, a five mana rare fell spell. Summon two three, three fell fiends with lifesteal. If your deck has no minions, summon another. Three 33s three, with lifesteal for five.
0: Dang, that's so good. That's, that's a that's lot so of heal. Good. That's a lot of heal. Yeah, that's so good. So initially, I was kind of down on this one uh, after seeing the other uh, spell payoff. Uh, but then during the theorycraft, uh, this was the card that single handedly saved most, uh, a lot of matchup for the spell The Age, as they couldn't just close the game, but they needed something to survive until they could play like Jace or uh, Xymox or the Colossal, something like that. And this was just the sweet spot.
1: That's so good. That's such a. <laughs> it reminds because it reminds me of my bronze explorer right but you get three of them and i know i know how how powerful having just the three three with lifesteal on the board is how much that that takes away from the aggro player's ability just to be able to close it right like that's Mm -hmm. that little bit of lifesteal and then they're forced to immediately now i gotta kill that thing right away we're (laughs) to spiral out of control and yet now you have three targets that all have three life and that sometimes three is that like hard to reach little sweet point right like it's sometimes real easy to deal two damage or one damage to multiple things but three now you're outside of consecration rage now you're outside of a lot of ranges of aoe spells that are out there to take care of things so um i feel like it's it's it really is. It's, it's like right at that point where you want it to be, in especially at five mana, like you're like, oh, this. Especially top deck that on five, you're gonna be like, yes, I can hold out a little bit longer. I can continue to do the things that I want to do, and and then on top of it, if you're playing it quest version, like you're discounting this too. Like, it's so good. That's such a good. <laughs> that's such a good card. <laughs>
0: It is. Lifesteal is, is a cheap, thing. though. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> with Taunt, Taunt and Lifesteal are cheats.
2: I think Lifesteal more. I don't know. As an aggro player, um, <laughs> or aggro first player, just the ability to heal. Denathrius has kept me from playing so much uh, oh. in the last the last few months. I, don't yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> Moving on to Druid. We have the Crypt Keeper. He's a common 8 mana 4, 6 undead with Taunt. Uh, costs one less for each armor you have. <laughs> wow. Lots of ways to get armor these days. Uh, yeah. I assume this was theory crafted. I didn't get to, to watch them, but what yeah. turn was this usually brought it down on?
0: So in, st- in the standard craft, I've seen people actually manage to play that on turn four for free, mm-hmm. meaning not not uh, always four mana, but f- turn four, because you had access to Guff, you had access to um, the other cards we were going to talk about. In wild, um, <laughs> this comes down after 3. Because <laughs> we have a card called uh, ferocious Owl mm-hmm. that draws a card and uh, gain armor equal to the number of cards in your hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm not really happy to see this card because in <laughs> wild, I'm going to say it, what Druid uh, is somewhat of a problem. Uh, it has mm-hmm. so much mana cheats, so much silly uh, combination of card, And one of the only way to... To beat the truth was to go under it. So you had to go really aggro, uh, don't let them time to to get something, but with this, they can gain armor with like branching pass or the hull and mm-hmm. block your board. So I'm not really happy to see this card. <laughs> uh, but in standard, I would expect it to be good this expansion and if not uh, last la- next year. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets nerfed actually. To nine.
1: for me the big thing is is like it, i feel like this is an enabler for quest druid that there hasn't been before um, um so because quest druid a lot of the steps that you gain armor right but you don't have a way to maintain that armor this is that answer right so i gain all that armor from completing the steps of the quest and then i get this crypt keeper as my reward as well oh that's but, true. I, I I feel like that's where they're kind of going with this, but I don't know if everybody's like keen on like that's the what they want to play. Um, but I, I feel like this might be that that card that enables the quest to finally kind of hit its stride.
0: Oh, I didn't think about the uh, quest to druid actually. I can see that in in the current uh, druid alignment, uh, ram druid. Uh, the only source of armor we have is Goth, and the um, the scale, the two-mana scale. Is that uh, everything, or do we have anything else?
1: There's also a core set card right now. Um, oh, yeah, the three-mana one. The three-mana, like Gnashing Maw or something like that. It <laughs> Doesn't it gives you just eight armor
0: or or uh, for attack? Yeah, it's a choose one, right? It's a choose one, I think. Four attack or like eight armor.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: is just enough. It's 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 uh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if uh, this got designed with discarded mind
2: or with Beetlemancy in uh, in mind. It's a five <laughs> mana rare spell: a choose one, gain twelve armor, or summon 2-3-3 beetles with taunt. Instead of getting two 3s you can get the twelve armor and just drop down the Crypt Keeper.
1: Are we happy to play uh, five mana to gain twelve armor? I think you're happy to find ways to be able to play both of these and right now there's a lot of ways to do both effects in yeah. standard um, as well as in wild but in standard right now there's a couple different ways you you have the legendary as well as mm-hmm. the was it the raid leader where you can like get both effects um, and there's even some that are like get, get the second effect after the fact
0: oh yeah the 3-4 yeah. Break them apart.
1: You also have the Jerry Rig Carpenter where you can split it. Granted, splitting this is probably not something that you're really wanting to do, but getting both of the effects is is it, it's out there. There's there's ways to do that. So um I think if you're getting both effects out of this, you're very happy.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: I don't know if you're necessarily like just because you get the payoff of the four eight for free. Uh, would you want to necessarily get the 12 armor but or four six rather um but it might be like okay well i just didn't happen to hit the right combination of cards but like i can there's enough synergy that it's worth it
2: and druid doesn't really worry about the costs of things as much because they have the the ramp to get there and then can go up to 20 mana so um you know, depending on when you get this.
1: In late game, getting that extra armor on top of it, it's like, oh, oh, sorry, aggro deck. You're not going to get a chance.
2: Or having the taunts even isn't bad there because you know you can be building up to the, the stealth uh, Miracle Rogue uh, guys or you know the attack. Exactly.
0: I was going to ask, against an aggro deck, would you rather gain the 12 armor or summon the 3-3 beetle?
1: I think you'd want the three threes, but I think it depends on board state. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also if you have, you know, your, uh, your Crypt Keeper ready to go in hand or not. Yeah, that's definitely uh, context. And then we also have the two mana spell chitness Plating, which is a rare spell. Gain four armor at the start of your next turn. Gain four more.
2: This is a quick way to get it out, get uh, the Crypt Keeper out again early, maybe even on turn two or three, depending on if you have a coin or uh, definitely. other mana acceleration.
0: Yeah, uh, this set really, armor is just uh, another mana crystal for turret. Uh, so <laughs> we've seen that with the Crypt Keeper yeah. and with another card afterward. So banking for armor for your next turn has so much implication. I think you might actually run this card, like in, uh, in a lot of decks. Not mm-hmm. sure.
1: You even could discover it off of that two mana spell that allows you to, oh. you know, discover another one. So you're just, you, this could be one of those spells where you are just like, well, that's free, so I'll go ahead and take the free card, right? Oh, yeah. from Planted
0: Evidence. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's a f- uh, yeah, one mana for for this.
1: Oh wow. Well. yeah, it's, uh, it goes well with what Druid is trying to do. This set trying to gain tons of armor, which is also why they'd run the seven mana six six Undead Minion Underking. I'd say. Epic minion with rush, battle cry, and death rattle gains six armor.
2: I mean, for the for the cost, that's really great. And, and then druid where you can pull it out even a little bit earlier because the ramp, uh, it's even better. And again, doing what you want it to do in uh, in this set. So lots of armor here as we look through these cards.
1: And yeah. you can trigger it with your your maze. Uh, oh, just so many fun. other. Finally, <laughs> other implications. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, is that the first uh, real good deathrattle synergy that we got with for Druid this year?
1: They also had their colossal that also gains armor. too. Oh, that's true. That's true. So but actually, I mean, the
0: colossal is a good comparison. The rush. It definitely seems that this card is better than the colossal. The the, the rush part really makes a difference compared to uh, having Taunt on the zero eight and uh, Demion part on the other one. That's definitely a good card. But does Druid really want to play that? Or like, do we have enough armor already? This, I'm not sure.
2: We need Linecracker to come back.
0: Oh, Linecracker! <laughs> oh please no (laughs) I
1: I think this is just another like it's another card to add in especially because you're like with this deck you're going to run Renathal so it's like you're not upset about seeing this when you top deck it or whatever but
0: yeah no no, I understand what you mean it's a minion in a pile of minion Uh, yeah I see that
1: especially considering if you add it with the next card which is our 8 mana 7 7 undead legendary a noob reccon a battle cry gain eight armor this turn. Your minions cost armor instead of mana.
2: Yeah, basically, he's free because you get the the mana back. Um, you get that off of the chitness plating uh, on turn three, then. Um, and you get everything out. <laughs> Drop your hand,
1: yeah. and minions. then you also have Keltas in hand, so then some of them cost zero. Oh, yeah, there you go. You're just like build as yeah, big yeah, of a board that. as you want, right? <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: People were saying that this card is going to like create uh, a mega combo. And I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. craft uh, for a mega combo, with this, uh, especially in Quest Druid, uh, but in other stuff. But most importantly, it's just a good card for what Druid is already trying to do. It's just a good complement piece, like the alignment ramp stuff. Mm-hmm. It basically does the same thing. And for that, I think it's just going to fit in writing, but I don't think it's broken in any way. Uh, it's just a good card for what the deck is trying
1: to do. It's definitely a powerful uh, like a swing turn for Druid to be able to kind of set up and get that final push. And hopefully, you know, be able to go, okay, well, I've survived long enough, I have built up enough armor, now I've built this giant board, and then it's going to be your turn, and then if you can't clear it, I win. Or, maybe I can throw down enough you know, Bran and guff, and guff and Guff and Guff and Guff and some more guff and then another guff and then another guff and then also I'm smashing you in the face for a ridiculous amount of damage.
0: And I hope at this point you killed your opponent. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> too
2: much lifesteal it's not a guarantee
0: yeah we should nerf lifesteal
2: i agree <laughs> limit it to us a, a certain amount maybe three is the right point but
1: so then maybe there's also a point in which we should limit the amount of returning lingering zombies because you would have the next card which is our lingering zombies an undead minion with a death rattle summon a 1-1 disarm zombie with summon so
2: that ends after the 1-1 zombie
1: First off, you have to
0: see the art on the, uh, the tokens, because it just loses an arm every time. So that's why it's disarm zombie and then unarmed zombie. Wow. <laughs> it lost both arms. <laughs> so for that, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, one mana, three, three, blizzard. Uh, I, I can't do it like uh, Zeddy does. But uh, yeah, it's sticky. It's yeah. as sticky as you can get.
1: And with all the buffs that there currently are.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely.
1: Uh... really progresses Denathrius
2: and uh
0: yeah, I, one I've of them seen, definitely uh, get the buff. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that you might run this card in the Denatrius deck just for the synergy with a Spammy Arcanist. Uh, it would make sense maybe, yes. At, just in Nagro deck in Token Deck, we've seen that uh, the undead have this synergy where you want to have an undead die. After your last turn. And having that many redundancy is really good for that. So yeah, that's just a good card. It's not It's just an
1: enabler for
0: everything. Yeah, it's not that amazing on its own, but it's a good enabler, yeah, for sure.
2: And it can be resed by the unending swarm, a six mana common spell. Resurrect all friendly minions that cost two or less.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Token druid, like I guess we're just not getting away from that. No, we're not. This
0: is uh, how to say that. I, I would say this is this might be one of the best cards. This set. I, I'm this high on it. Um, I'm seeing like this at the top end of a token drew deck, and even as a one off in the uh, Renetal build, just to summon back uh, a scale of Onyxia, or maybe um, mm-hmm. the other one, the little others. Uh, it, it can be valuable. It can be valuable even there. So as a one-off, not two. But yeah, even in Token dex, like it has so many applications. I've seen people theorycraft a uh, bore, bore lists, mm. <laughs> injured. <Drude>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really, really good. Like I, I'm even considering it uh, to be played in wild. Yeah, those effects always helpful.
2: Wither, then, is an epic two-mana nature spell. Choose a minion. Each friendly undead steals one attack and health from it.
0: It's interesting. um, But in what kind of deck do you want to play that, is my question. Do you want to play that in an aggro deck, in the aggro token undead deck? Well, then your opponent probably doesn't have a lot of minions on the board. So yes, it kills a minion and it buffs a bit your board. Uh, but is it really better than just a force of nature? Or the, the how is the two mana buff call? The one that gives plus one, plus one to all minions. Anyway, uh, I think uh, people know what card we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing it... I'm not seeing Wither being better than uh, the previous one, so I'm, I'm not that high on this card.
2: Yeah, just the, the undead requirement. Power, power of the wild. Power of the <laughs> wild, thank
0: you.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Elder Nadox is a legendary 5-mana five 5-4 five undead with a battle cry, destroy your friendly undead. Your minions gain its attack.
0: <laughs> it's also a weird card. Like, both Wither and the Elder Nadox have such a specific effect, I have a hard time uh, picturing how a deck running those cards would function. I guess it would be a base of tokens.
2: Or it would be a combo. You know, you get Underking out and then follow it with the Elder Nadox, you attack with it first, and then uh, all the rest of your your
0: minions. Oh, I see what you mean. I didn't think about that.
2: Yeah, it's well, like a spec- wombo combo.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think sh- if you, if, or you could also potentially like, um, get a do a token base, but then have a and Elder Nadox together, right? Because mm-hmm. your minions would cost armor, so you could play El- Elder Nadox for free, and then you could destroy the Anubricon and that's seven attack being able to go onto all of those little tokens yes so like that's how you do it but even then <laughs> you're talking about can i get my two legendaries <laughs> that are inside exactly. my 30 deck <laughs> right.
0: how do we compare that to uh, um arbor up because it's a minion so board prison that gives attack to your other minions I think it, it's worse than Arbor Up most of the time. S- slightly, slightly worse. Slightly worse. Not that much. Slightly worse. But it's a legendary. So I don't know. Maybe you, you run it just because Arbor Up was that good. And we've seen effects kind of similar being viable. So. Nerubian
2: Flyers. A common 2 mana 2, 3 undead with a battle cry. If a friendly undead died after your last turn, summon a 2, 2 Nerubian.
0: That's Definitely uh, a good aggro card if you manage to uh, proc the effect. So, Lingering Zombie is a good way to do that. And uh, there is uh, also good Undead one drop uh, in neutral that we might, uh, that uh, we will see afterward. But that it might just be enough for this card to be actually playable. And that gets you those tokens
2: too. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else.
1: To- token Swarm. Plus, they're both undead as well. So that also would enable some of the undead synergies as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, The the undead package in Druid definitely seems like it could be uh, implemented in the current token, uh, token build. I could see that.
1: I don't know if you need to go as heavy, like, with all the undead, yeah. and maybe that you wouldn't run wither, but I think that you could still have a small undead package and make it work exactly like
0: Lingering Zombie, the Nerubian Flyer, and uh, maybe some neutrals
1: and your Elder Nadox right? and the Elder Nadox
2: <laughs> for Hunter. We start with the Silver Moon Farstrider, it's a two mana rare 2 3 uh, with a battle cry give all arcane spells in your hand
0: spell damage plus one. It's such a specific card. Uh, it's. Uh, I really like the design of Hunter. This set. Uh, is it good? I'm not sure. Like we have a lot of Arcan Spell this set, obviously, uh, but from the past, I think the only Arcan Spell available to Hunter was Arcane Shot.
1: But that is it. I actually did a little bit of theory crafting. I was watching Sidisi um, on the wild invitation yeah, for yeah. the theorycraft stream. And personally for me, one of my second class would be Hunter. Um, and I specifically love Spell Hunter. So that that's like my <laughs> jam when it comes down to it. <laughs> so I started to mess around with it. And I was like, there's got to be more. And to sadly realize that there isn't. Um, I feel like instead what they're really doing is building up for like a like for rotation with yes. the set for Hunter yeah. um, I agree. and so I feel like we're gonna see more arcane spells does it mean that these spells aren't good? no, they're definitely good um, but we're not gonna have a specifically like arcane hunter instead it'll be like a hybrid of like arcane plus uh, quest so this specific card, you could potentially run it just as a good solid two cost minion, but I honestly feel like you wouldn't like at least in the current iteration, you, you would just run the, the other spells that would enable the quest.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good
1: point, but you do get the next arcane spell, which is our four mana song portal. Summon one for four links with rush. brush and that is improved by spell damage. That's definitely a good payoff to get spell damage.
2: And what is the uh, improvement? Is it an, a second one? Or is it... Yeah,
0: two, uh, yeah.
1: three, four... It is. Lynxes.
0: Yeah, that's why so. they put uh, the one as a number, so they can uh, increase it every time, instead of like having to change the letters, <laughs> which I think is uh, a bit harder. But yeah... It, one four, four links with Rush for 4 mana. It's, uh, as we said early on, it's not that good. Two, it's amazing. Uh, maybe me think of uh, Command of Neptune in Shaman.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: For 5 mana, you have 2 5 4. So with just one spell damage, it's 2 for four, four, 4 mana. <sighs> That's a. So does the.
2: Does the Far Strider add it?
1: Yeah, so if, if you played the Far Strider while the Eversong portal was in your hand, you would get a, an additional plus one, plus one, which means you would get eight eight in stats for four mana with Rush, which is actually really good. That's very honor rate. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the payoff of the spell in differing that... Uh, that's definitely one of the payoff that's different from just shooting spell at your opponent's face. Mm-hmm. and that might be uh, really important for a spell deck to have that presence on board uh, if you, for example, if you don't go for the quest route. yeah, I, I think this is a good card. I'm not sure about the archetype, but I think this is a good card.
1: Yeah, I feel like it'll be a better card after rotation. Definitely. That's, that's my only thing. Definitely. I, I feel like it's a, it's a good card right now. After rotation, it's going to be a much better card. Uh,
0: next up, we have Conjured Arrow. A two mana Arcan spell, deal two damage to a minion, and mana search six. Draw that many cards. I just love the design of this card. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's really a neat way to draw a card, especially for Hunter that always had uh, some condition or like drew specific cards. Uh, in Hunter, you never see draw a card, right? You. Sometimes it's like draw a beast, draw a one cost minion, draw a spell, something like that. So I think they really nailed it in terms of uh, the specification for this card, and it's just a
1: good card all around. I think it's even a solid card without adding any additional spell damage to it. Just 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 two mana, deal two damage, draw two cards. Like at mana Thirst six, yeah, that's when you want it. That's when you want that refill. So. It's perfect. This is not a card that you're going to keep in the mulligan, anyways. You're going to be like, I, I, I'll need that later, but I will definitely take it later. <laughs>
2: you might keep it if you have the Fire Strider in in your hand, just to give it that. Maybe, boost.
0: maybe, yeah. Maybe. It might be uh, that much of a higher roll that you you want to keep it. It would be two mana, deals three damage to a minion, and maybe, yeah, draw three cards. That's uh, <laughs> that's a lot.
2: Ricochet shot then is a one mana common arcane spell deal 1 damage
0: to 3 random enemies. Uh it goes face. Oh, it can go face. Yeah so that's important. Yeah it's a bit underwhelming especially after uh, we've seen the uh Unleash Fell in DH right. But I don't know it's still good I guess for hunter.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And it has the yeah. potential to be like a board clear with the spell that makes things poisonous oh. so like when you think about that adding that into also with the was it shell shot like yes. you got a couple, couple like a couple spells that hit multiple enemies that maybe that's enough to like run that poisonous spell maybe um. <laughs> is this enough to bring back uh, quest hunter I, I think so I think you add in these two spells plus uh, the quest you're you're gonna be bringing it back. Oh okay. hell yeah! Damn. Well,
2: <laughs> Haldiron Brightwing is a legendary three mana three four with a battle cry. Give all arcane spells in your deck spell damage plus one. I guess that's why you leave it in the deck.
0: I think it's definitely uh, better than the uh, the Rider. Mm-hmm. Be- just because you you're gonna hit a lot more spells, uh, and if you manage to draw them. Maybe like with the uh, the
1: arrow we saw earlier.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be just a lot of damage,
1: especially if you can get Bran in, in concert with him, like adding plus two spell damage to all those arcane spells. Ooh. I think that's that's also a really good idea to consider because uh, turn six, doing that, you still have the potential to draw them out as well. Um, I think there's there's some potential there to to work down that route. Um. again, I, I feel like post-rotation, it's going to be really powerful. <laughs> really powerful. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I can see that.
2: Shock Splitter is a common 2-mana two 2-2 two, two beast with a battle cry deal 1 damage improved by your hero attacks this game.
0: That's new. I don't think we have ever seen um, uh, an attack from hero synergy in Hunter. Demon Hunter had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time for Hunter. And did it land where we wanted it to land? I think maybe. Uh, there is a good weapon that we already run, the 3 mana 3-2 three, weapon, that, uh, the Harpoon Gun, that allows mm-hmm. you to dredge. If it's a beast, you discount it by 2 now, not anymore by 3. Uh, so one weapon, one Harpoon Gun, it's already a 2 mana 2 to deal 3 damage, which is alright. And then you realize that candle Shot is in the core set.
2: Yeah, you could definitely be increasing that. I, I think it's at a good spot where it's not going to be overpowering. You're probably not gonna turn that into any kind of a combo deck, but it's still powerful enough.
1: Um I think I think there's some potential for it to actually be in a combo deck, though. Like there's the potential to have candle shot and then also Bran, and maybe that's enough because it goes face. Yeah. That along with everything else that you're that you're Dealing, you might actually
0: you might actually yeah. do that <laughs> there is the the two mana one three uh, that discover a copy of a beast from your deck
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: so this means that you you might go up to four shock speeder even six if you manage to brand the previous effects uh, that can be a lot of damage in one turn that's true but then are you doing anything better than what a quest
1: hunter is doing? And uh, like, are you like, are you sacrificing all of this tempo to hold these pieces in your hand that yeah. aren't doing anything until it's finally the time to like put it all down? And then like, how are you balancing that with also not dying as a hunter? <laughs> that's because a... that's an important important aspect to consider because <laughs> hunters sometimes struggle with the whole not dying part. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe some of the cards that that we have going forward will help out with that too.
0: That's a lot of
2: stats. It can be. Maybe not in Spell Hunter.
1: No, definitely not.
0: (laughs) Oh, my Tavish is now an 8-8 instead of a 7-7. Yeah, 6
1: mana though. That's a lot of mana also. But that's in hand, that's in deck, that's on board. It's in your graveyard. Okay, so if you have a board
0: you're definitely, like, it's definitely some kind of a win-more card. But then, imagine that you didn't win with the buff. On the next turn, you have dealt uh, 8 damage plus plus the damage from your board that got buffed. And you've given plus 2 plus 2 to uh, basically every minion. And plus 2 plus 2, like, the difference between plus 1 plus 1 and plus 2 plus 2 on minions is so huge. That's why, mm-hmm. like, conditioning is so bad before turn 5. You'd never want to play that before turn five. This is giving plus one plus one by sacrificing that much that much tempo. I think it's going to like people are going to play this card. I think people are going to love this card. They're going to play it, but uh, is it going to be viable? I'm not so sure.
2: I mean, maybe if they make it so that wherever they are includes your collection, then people will just play.
0: Ooh. <laughs> 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 like, Wait, wait, wait. You mean I can buff my uh, Malignant aura? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> now <we're> speaking. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> I thought we'd finally outlive that horror, but I guess <laughs> we have too many corpses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, it's, a, it's a good thought. It was a very keen eye, like the keen eye spotter, who's a Ooh. three mana common three four. Uh, whenever your hero attacks a minion, set its health to
1: one. That was smooth. So mm-hmm. this this works with that candle shot. So we're working towards that shock shock spotter. It does combination. This this keeps us alive because we're immune when we attack, and then also. Get to kill the thing just outright,
0: yes. And uh, I was a bit low on it, but then I I remember that uh, back in the day, so I think it was like three years ago, Mark of the Hunter I think that's what it's called it was one mana, so the yeah, Hunter's Mark, Mark, sorry, Hunter's Mm -hmm. Mark got nerfed to uh, two mana because of condole shots. Mm -hmm. Uh, so is that stronger or uh, as strong? Like, is this combination of cards uh, going to be making a hunter deck that uh, that is going to be very, really viable? I could see that in the uh, current Big Beast Hunter.
1: There's plenty of ways for you to get taunts in the way as well currently yeah. to keep this safe. So being able to deal with big threats that are coming down, especially where we know like we saw Big Demon Hunter, we're seeing more big other stuff for shaman as well as paladin, maybe this is exactly what Hunter needs in order to kind of combat those things to eventually get to that point where they're getting this like ultimate combo down could work out. And then next up, we have the two mana, two, two Scourge Tamer, which is an undead epic minion with a battle cry craft a custom zombie.
0: Yeah, I don't have much to say about that, it's not really exciting. Uh,
2: I kind of liked the Zombies uh, last time they were they were prevalent. Um, I don't. I haven't checked out the beast um, cards that are available to, to Hunter though. So uh, in standard, at least, um, kind of makes me wonder if it's really that great. But
1: um, maybe it's a way to get more shock spot. spitters. <laughs> that, would be yeah, nice. that would be nice. That would be
0: nice. Uh, but then your shock speeder is probably going to cost four mana, <laughs> minimum.
1: Yeah, but it'll have, like, lifesteal or taunt or something. Oh, <laughs> giving it lifesteal oh. could be nice.
2: <laughs> no. No. no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops, said the wrong keyword. I apologize. <laughs>
0: giving it a charge. Charge.
1: There you go. There you go. That's much better. <laughs>
2: Arcane Quivers, an epic two mana arcane spell. Discover a spell from your deck. If it's arcane, give it spell damage plus one.
0: It fits right in uh, the uh, spell damage arcane. Like it, it's the it's the good link. They had to print a good link between the uh, uh, all the pieces in this deck, and I think it's a good one.
2: Yeah, especially if you can hit uh, with Haldoran first, uh, and then and uh, discover it so it already has one spell damage adds another that's a lot of uh lynxes with rush
1: <laughs> or a lot a, or a lot of cards that you're drawing on your turn 6 yeah. with your conjured arrow i oh,
0: I'm, I'm picturing
1: uh turn 2 this
0: into turn 3 coin uh, everson portal
1: that seems yeah, like a winning uh, play that's solid. yeah that
0: seems like a winning play for sure
2: Onto Mage. Vast Wisdoms, a three-mana spell, discover two spells that cost three or less and swap their costs.
0: Yeah, so Mage has like two archetypes, this set. One is uh, random. (laughs) Uh, So this goes in the random. So it's a bit weird because the spells cost three or less, but you swap their costs. So like the potential bonus you get on the discount is not that high. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's enough.
1: You know, it, it really is just three mana generate two. Yeah. I mean, even at that, that's that's pretty on rate as well, especially because you get to discover both of them. So you could pick exactly the spells that you want. I mean, feels pretty good.
2: And because they went all the way up to three, then I'm, I'm thinking this is kind of uh, to help you get secrets. Um, oh. To, to, to be honest, so... Uh, you might good, get one uh, secret and then get one, you know, zero or one point. cost spell to uh, to trigger that. But with with all the things that you can do with secrets these days, uh, I, I kind of thought that's what this was made for.
0: That's a that's a good point. Um, I was thinking that so basically you're gonna have one spell where you're gonna have a, a discount and another one where you're gonna have a, an increase, meaning that. Potentially, you might not play the second one. And if you assume that the discount is maximum two mana, how much is that compared to like a primordial glyph, for example? Uh, because when I see discount, I'm thinking a lot of a primordial glyph.
1: Well, I also think about the fact that there's a card later on. Maybe you end up even making one of your spells to one mana, and then it's free. Oh. That's the, the potential that there's potential to get to pick up a free spell. Nice. Yeah. Not that you're going to be wanting to sit on top of a three mana something else. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but,
2: but you can change that with the Energy Shaper, the epic four mana, three, five uh, minion with battle cry Transform all spells in your hand into ones that cost two more. They keep their original
0: cost. Very smooth. I try. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like a balanced version of the legendary spell that we got in Darkmoon Fair, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Deck of Lunacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Except it's, uh, it is only mm-hmm. the the hand, and the increase is 2 instead of 3. But maybe that's good enough if you manage to generate a lot of cheap spell or just a lot of spell in general. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: And even if you have bigger spells too, like then that's potentially making sure that you have exactly the bigger spells that you want. Depending on, I mean, I don't think the pool is that large for a lot of the big spells. There's, there's not too many of them.
0: I was thinking the same thing. I think the pool above seven is actually really good.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I can't think of a, a big spell that I don't want in Mage, except maybe the rogue one. Uh, smoke uh, smoke screen. And then it's draw five, so...
1: I mean, maybe you don't want the Sunwell, but maybe you do? Oh!
0: I didn't think about that. The Sunwell. So it would always be, uh, always get transformed to a ten mana spell. That
1: would be super cheap in your hand, because it would... It keeps the original cost, and then your hand size would also discount it then. So what's the original cost of the Sunwell? So... Uh, nine? Nine. So if you had like a polymorph, mass polymorph, turn that into a Sunwell, and now all of a sudden it's, you know, potentially even two mana, maybe even zero. Yeah. Depending on wh- how many cards you have in your hand.
0: Yeah. I, I haven't seen the interaction uh, in play with spells that uh, get discounted themselves. This seems like a solid card, even outside of random mage. I could see that being played in a viable deck.
2: Prismatic Elemental is a 2-mana 1-3 elemental. Epic. Uh, with the cry discover a spell from any class. It costs 1 less.
0: That's really good. Like um, it, It's like Tooth of Nefarian, uh, except you get 1-3 uh, body and you get a discount of 1. And it's uh, just like a nice... Uh, maybe you can discover an answer in like your big spell deck because you can't run the small spell. I think this is a really solid card for Standard, at least.
2: Yeah, it's it's still the random uh, part that yeah. kind of makes it difficult, but being Discover, that takes away some of that uh, impact, I guess. Um,
1: yeah, but you might end up, especially right now, in a current six set with a lot of really bad options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, as it is rogue's doing just fine in five set right now so it's hard to say it it might be really good it might just be let's wait until four set and then this is a solid solid card
0: at rotation this is definitely gonna be gonna be really good uh i, I don't know if we we're not gonna have a a random mage uh, experience once again <laughs> in the first <laughs> set like next year I-
2: I kind of hope not. I know that they've been yeah. kind of pushing that as an identity, but um, you know, mage has been my favorite class since release. And uh, when it went through that uh, period of uh, random was the only way, uh, I kind of that's when I got all the other classes up to the their win uh, a thousand wins. Um, yeah, so... this
0: was uh, definitely a dark time for mage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: it can be fun, but you know, competitively, it, it's just not as fun. Grand Magister seven. Roma is a legendary nine mana, five, seven with the battle cry recast each spell you've cast this game that didn't start in your deck.
1: Oh, so we are actually trying to find the Sudwell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: actually, actually, yes. I'm thinking about this card with. Uh, so there is a card, a four mana card, that we never got to play before in standard. It gives you a copy of a seven, eight, nine, and ten core spell in your hand. Mm hmm. And because these are copies of the spells, uh, Grand Magister Romas actually recasts them. Hmm. So that can be good. And you can uh, tutor the Sunwell with this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think there is a lot of potential.
1: So essentially what you're telling me is that, like, Yagbox now has a stick. <laughs> yes. And it costs one less. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically. Seems very roguish. Yeah, it
0: re- it reminds me a lot of Death, except you don't recast. Uh, you don't replay the minions, and uh, one problem I have with this is that because the the mage spell targets minions in general, or just targets uh, uh, mm-hmm. just any character, uh, the fact that you don't have this little line of target enemies, if possible, right. might be uh, might make it so that this card is not that viable. But still, I'll give it a shot. It's fun.
2: Yeah. Well, you can the cards that you'll be recasting. You might get um, the uh, the nine mana one that you know does target enemies, or the uh, um, the dragon generator. So you can probably build around it so that you're not hitting your own minions um, or your own face. (laughs) Uh,
0: That would be nice.
2: (laughs) And still have some good good cards. Arc Splitter is a three mana three two with a death rattle. Add two arcane bolts to your hand.
0: So yeah, we didn't talk about the arcane bolt. It, it's actually a card you can uh, that you can uh, get in your collection. It's a one mana arcane spell, deal two damage, and mana Thirst eight, deal three instead. So what do we think of
1: that? I think you're building up to a whole bunch of uh, damage going face. Yes. A lot of damage. Going <laughs> <Yes>. face. <laughs> 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 and if there was ways to potentially make multiple arcane splitters or to trigger that death rattle multiple times, you're going to do that too. So. <laughs> you're going
0: to do it, yeah. Uh, this archetype, the second archetype they're pushing, reminds me a lot, but I mean a lot, of the old tempo mage that we got mm-hmm. with like Source of Apprentice, the Frostbolt, the Ice Lance, uh, the Phylon's Portal, even at the end, uh, the azure Drake. Uh, this uh, whole small spell mage, uh, I really dig that. I really dig that. Really fun.
2: Definitely in Wild, too, where you can turn no, that yeah. into the combo.
0: No, yeah, that, that's going to be fun in Wild. <laughs> Especially because we have a new apprentice. <laughs> yep. The Magister's Apprentice. Yeah, the Magister's Apprentice. Two mana, three, two. Uh, your arc and spell cost one less. That's so smooth. Yeah. I'm sorry. but,
1: but... <laughs> but cost one less, but but not less than one. No. <laughs> but not less than one. That's what it should say. Yes, of course. <laughs> but of course it doesn't, because mm. that would enable you to not get off as many arcane bolts as possible. Yeah, that would be silly. <laughs>
0: that would be silly. I want to point my arcane bolt uh, for free to my opponent's face. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, So so in order to do that, though, you would need more arcane bolts, which is why you'd also run the one mana, one, two arcane worm, which is a common with a battle cry, add an arcane bolt to your hand. This is such a
0: strong card.
1: So strong. And then so strong. you'd want to make sure that everyone that you're casting for free... You don't want to cast it just once. No. You want to cast it twice, twice. Which is why you'd run the 5-mana 3-5 elemental vexalis. Your arcane spells cast twice. Legendary, yeah.
0: I'm having big tempo mage vibes
1: and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's to the point that I'd also... Uh, I'd, I'd be running uh, our Amalgam too, so that way I could try to get as many of these guys as possible. Oh the so can, I can get, cast can I can I cast them four times? Oh wow. Can I cast them six times? How many times can I cast them? <laughs>
0: I think something something is that I think this package goes really well in Naga Mage. I, I mm-hmm. think there is gonna be a mix between the two. Uh you're not gonna go full combo, you're not gonna go full Naga, you're gonna do a mix between because having this one mana arcane bolt is so good on the siren. Especially his free.
1: with the magister mm-hmm. Apprentice.
0: I think this is going to be a good tempo deck. I'm going to be playing a lot of it.
1: That way you don't have to do the random stuff. Just, yeah, just no, the, temp- the random stuff. Ar- the
0: random stuff is for wild casual. Uh, <laughs> when you want double yog, double uh, yog box, double nine mana
1: yog box, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quadruple nine mana yog oh, Amazing. But would you also run alongside it this eight mana arcane spell? Arcane Defenders summon two, five, six golems with taunt and can't be targeted by spells or hero powers.
0: This is actually the only eight mana spell available to mages. And it's perfect to fit with the four mana card I was talking earlier. Because before we didn't use it, we didn't have an eight mana card (laughs) to go with it. But now it actually makes a lot more sense. And it's really defensive. Like really, really defensive. Mm Mm-hmm. In in many situations when you play the the dragon fire amulet, you're searching for like uh, immediate impact dragon like the one with taunt, mm-hmm. uh, I think, uh, or maybe it's in the wild. But like it's it's a mini it's a mini amulet for two less mana, but you are guaranteed to have taunts,
2: and they can't be targeted. That's like and they can't be targeted a really big thing. <laughs> They're gonna actually have to throw some minions into it.
1: Even for the mirror match where your Dongrass might get that hero power <laughs> up to quite a bit, where your concern is, well, I don't want to give them more power for their hero power. Yeah. But well, that's actually really now you can have, have that as a counterbalance.
0: Yeah, 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 that's actually a really good point.
1: All right, that takes us to Paladin.
0: Oh, Paladin. I like the set of Paladin. Oh. <laughs> I really like the set of Paladin.
2: So, Dragons, Daring Drake, 4 mana, 4 4 dragon with Rush and a battle cry if you're holding a dragon, gain plus 1 plus 1.
0: All right, let me correct myself. I like the set of Paladin, except this card.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> how much would you pay for a, a 5 5 dragon with Rush? It's not very daring,
0: is it? Like, it's a uh, shy Drake.
1: Something like that. <laughs> the the requirement to have another dragon in hand as well to get the plus one plus one to me is just like why why did you why did you gimp this drake why did he get one arm hand (laughs) held behind his back while you put him down yeah like like three mana i would have been like yeah i got you because i could play this without Without the dragon in hand and not feel bad, mm. but I'd feel really good when I did get the five five for three mana. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Maybe
0: as a three three for three mana, it would be playable. But at four
1: mana, it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's the one that I don't understand. I yeah, I, I just don't. I don't too. But I mean, it, it's a drag. The other side of it, too, is that it pollutes the pool of dragons to discover. So like your one mana flight of bronze, which is our rare spell, discover a dragon, mana thirst seven, summon a five, five Drake with taunt. So I'm impressed it means that you, you have the potential to draw that, find that Drake, which is just like, ah. Uh. I don't want you. I want every other dragon, <laughs> but you. <laughs> I mean,
0: in a in a dire situation, it might be okay to like get this rush, this immediate rush uh, in the mid game. But yeah, it, like you have s- so many better dragons to discover from that, uh, especially the the ones we're going to talk about afterwards. But it's so,
1: yeah, I'm sad. I mean the other side of it paladin sometimes does struggle with finding rushers like yes i mean carry the hero- the the legendary minion mm-hmm. was one solid rusher for paladin but beyond that like you're talking about samuro or potentially the one that you have to hand buff which you have to hand buff to get it there or have enough paladin cards in hand for the five mana life steal minion. It just <laughs> like sometimes it's it's hard to get those rushers for paladin. So I I get having a rush on something. I just wish it cost less. <laughs> That's true. Um. But meanwhile, this time warden, which is the next card up, four mana, three five dragon with battle cry until. The end of your next turn, dragons you summon gain taunt and divine shield, which creates a an amazing presence. Because the end of your next turn as well.
3: Yeah,
1: so you so can so
2: get that daring Drake down and give it divine shield and taunt.
1: That's the least you can do for it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but first of the art is amazing. Like I mean, I mean, out of in front of this art, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, the until the end of your next turn is really nice because you have a lot of... Uh, if you manage somehow, I don't know, play an Amalgam, for example, you have the Amalgam, you have the 3 mana Bronze Explorer, which is uh, 3-3 now, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, what other dragon mm-hmm. do you have access to? Uh,
1: the the uh, next... Anix- and Warden, words, yeah, that's the one, it, the one that summons. Uh, it, yeah, he gets to summon the two, 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 two one whelps because you're gonna have a, a bunch of dragons in hand, um, and then they all have divine shield and taunt as well. Oh, wow. Granted, the the taunt is actually really nice to have on them because just little speed bumps, yeah, but it's the divine info, shield yeah. for the rush as well is just great. That, I mean, just enables a little bit more. And then on top of it, the ward, the warder itself would be a 3-6 with Divine Shield Taunt. It's like chef's kiss. So beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I like this guy very much. Uh, so I, I love that in combination. You're talking about more of a Dragon yes. Paladin synergy going on. and It's so great. And then on top of it, you add in the powerful... Legendary that they added for for Paladin, which is our seven mana eight eight dragon, Anachronos with a battle cry send all other minions two turns into the future.
0: <laughs> so good, it's so good. Like the design on uh, the dragons in general in Paladin, except maybe the Dragon dragon, but the, these two, it's uh, whew, really is it, it, it really did something that like. It, it makes you want to play dragons in a paladin. It just makes you want to play paladin, which is uh, sometimes hard for the majority of the player base. And it's, it's like a mega Snowfall guardian. Like if you froze the board, the board for two turns. I, I'm thinking a bit so of it like is,
2: that. So how does that actually work? Does it like make them dormant or do okay, they just so poof and then yeah, come they back?
0: Poof, like, they poof and come back afterwards. And basically, Which, if you don't have the. Um, if you don't have. If, the, if you played minions, for example, and you had a full board when uh, you played Anachronos, then uh, some of the minions won't reappear. They would just be destroyed. Like they're lost in time or something. So
2: would the malignant horror come back um, as the reborn, or is it
0: dependent then? Oh, I think they keep enchantment, so damage yeah. and
1: stuff. I would think they keep everything yeah. and they just return back the exact same way that they, they left but yeah. that's I don't know because I've yet to see it play, see it play right? <laughs> True. not but there's probably videos out there I just know I haven't seen it yet it's really, really good yeah. but it's I just I love the idea of like that there may be some final big push of damage that you could do on one of those turns where you could just continue to develop and meanwhile like you're your opponent is like wait i gotta make sure i have space for like the things that left and i don't remember what i had and it's just I, I i love that it just clears everything and then meanwhile you're still left with your big threat of an 8 8 dragon like this is it's just so good <laughs> it's, really, it's really good
0: i have nothing more to say it's good in terms of balance it's super good in terms of design Uh, I really like this card. So that's it for the dragon package.
1: Then we have the one mana Feast and Famine, which is a common spell with give your hero plus three attack this turn and a mana thirst of four and lifesteal.
0: Yeah, so is a twist on the paladin um, identity this set because we are using blood elves And if I remember correctly from the lore, uh, they use the light in a a very different way that uh, Paladin are used to do it. So we're going to see a lot of ways to damage yourself to get an extra bonus. And just giving your hero attacks also is not something that you see a lot in Paladin. As a standalone card, it's pretty good. Yeah, one
2: one cost. Uh, yeah, hit for three and heal for three.
0: It's really really good, and like there is a cute synergy. If you play it on turn nine with Scario, the uh, the actual consecrate effect from the hero is gonna get lifesteal too.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: That's actually super cute.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like think this. someone is not happy. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know it. <laughs> I, already a about that. <laughs> I did not even think about that, but that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of it, then you also can attack with the weapon and get five healing from the weapon yes. attack. Yes,
0: yes, also. <laughs>
1: oh that's so good that's so good (laughs) so next up then we have the three mana holy spell seal of blood give a minion plus three plus three and divine shield deal three damage to your hero
0: wow wow, that's a lot of stats agro paladin yes in wild I'm going to be playing that on my turn two crown rider and killing people on turn four I'm going to love it Uh, in standard it's going to be good, too. Like You don't really care about the three damage to your hero if you're playing an aggro yeah. deck.
1: Es- especially when you add on the fact that like you can get this with Stoneheart Vindicator. Oh my god. So good. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> and it's a Just holy create spell. create a 6-4 with Divine Shield
0: <laughs> on turn three. It's actually a holy spell what? that's good with uh, Garden of yep. Grace. Because before, we didn't yep. have a lot of uh, mid-costed holy spell. If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. A lot of synergy. I
1: I really feel like there's like this holy buff uh, synergy thing that's happening um, with this card. And also a uh, future card that we'll talk about. And there's definitely going to be an aggro archetype built off of this. Um, which will include Feast of Famine as well to, to help with. You know maintaining a little bit but then you also add in the one mana two one sanguine soldier which is a rare minion with divine shield and a battle Cry, deal two damage to your hero it's so good <laughs> wow
0: uh yeah that's like the perfect aggro card perfect turn one mm-hmm. for any aggro decks yeah I don't have much more you to say. say. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's
1: just it's, solid aggro minion.
0: It might not be as good as like the the the, the protector, the one tone one 10 divide shield in certain situation, but on turn 1 and just in the early game, it's so much better. I, uh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> solid sticky attack minion. Solid, very solid.
1: The next card doesn't quite fit that synergy (laughs) but it can work um it's a our six mana five five blood crusader which is our other epic for paladin with a battle cry your next paladin minion this turn costs health instead of mana
0: um i think it's a starting piece for a future archetype i don't think we have what it uh uh, anything to make it work, really, in standard, except the one, the uh, the one uh, that eight eight rush
1: for eight mana. Uh, that's it. So we have that, and also Brasswing. Oh, Brasswing is also Br- a good point. Br- so essentially, the way that I see this one working is actually with Brasswing. Okay. So uh, in response to say Deathborn by a mage, where they line up a whole bunch of two twos, oh. right? Then you can Blood Crusader, and then for free, you're you're going to play your Brass Wing. And then Brass Wing is going to heal all that 8 plus, plus more. Oh, I'm picturing it. it. It it sounds beautiful. So you'll get your 9-7 your and a 5-5 five, five. <laughs> <laughs> on turn 6. And then meanwhile, they won't have a board on the other side. Now granted, you might also lose your Brass Wing from all the Volatile Skeleton Explosions or or your blood crusader but that's a lot of health health gain and a great response to what's out there. Plus it's just an enabler for big paladin itself like you could potentially throw down some other uh, definitely like, yeah like big minions in there and you're going to make sure that you play this first and then you swing your your uh, horn afterwards and you've got a lot of Interesting ways to make it like a big giant board on turn six, where it's going to be like a okay, now it's your turn. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, but really great enabler for then that aggro archetype is our two mana oh, holy yes. spell for Quelthalos. Oh, yes. Give a friendly minion plus three attack, give your hero plus two attack this turn.
2: It's so fast,
0: <sighs> it's so early.
3: Yeah.
1: So there's also a really fun card that nobody really played with. I know what you are gonna see. I know what you're gonna say. That is gonna see more play with this card. Yeah. Katori. Katori, exactly. Yeah. Katori gives gives recasts a holy spell that you that you cast on him on another minion. And so you play Katori, you have like your sanguine soldier still around because it happened to have its divine shield it's <laughs> protected. It. And now you can get plus three attack onto your sanguine soldier. And now your hero has plus four attack. So lots of great ways to go there. And then on top of it, if you have both of them in hand, discount them down with Cariel. You're talking about lots of extra damage coming from phase to finish it out. Yeah, it's so and for a cheat. It's so good. It's so, so good. Like
0: The two attack on the hero is not to be uh, undervalued. Because in an algorithm in the other game, you might want to like uh, trade a bit before going face. And this allows you to put damage face and trade some minions while keeping your divine shield minions intact to stick for two more turns. It's so good. Uh, I actually think that uh, Call to Arms Paladin, the an Aggro version of Paladin in Wild, is going to be Tier One with the uh, with the set. There is so many new cards that just put everything it had before over the top. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think we have a new Aggro King in Wild.
1: Yeah, <laughs> with a new edition for that Aggro King in Wild. And even in standard, our 2-mana, 3-2, Blood, Matriarch, and minion with less attack than this, give it Divine Shield and Rush.
3: Wow. <laughs> it's
2: going to be so good so in duels. Good. So
1: good. And then add hand buff to it as well. Oh my, add regular board buffs with it. It's
0: just with hand buff, with uh, silver hand recruits. It's just with everything paladin wants to do. You you might even want to play it in control paladins. Like (laughs) it's that good.
1: It it also synergizes with a card that nobody plays and probably still won't play. But the seven mana, (laughs) summon the five (laughs) archers. Uh, One of them is gonna have divine shield, poison, and rush. I'm just oh saying. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Uh, with what he synergizes well too, the malignant horror. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a bit of a reach.
1: <laughs> All right, even mine was a reach. Party up is not exactly like. <laughs> The card that everybody's
0: playing yeah i didn't even know what card you were talking about before
1: i still don't think even with Leadrin coming along are we doing a liadrin party up i don't i don't think it's (laughs) happening (laughs) (laughs) well you'll have to do it at least once though at least once thank you for listening we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons James W, Beef Squatch, and Ridiculous Hat. Thank you for all your support. You can join them for just a dollar a month by going over to patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. Again, this is just part one of our March of the Lich King card review. Please stay tuned for the next episode in which Romano Joke will return to help review out the rest of the cards. As always, we'd love to have you on the show and feel free to leave us feedback by leaving a review on your favorite podcast source. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode of the happy hearthstone.